The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. Subhana That's right, infidels. You found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. Hello, so sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! Hello, this is Homeboy88 of the Homeboy88 Podcast. If you like hip-hop, video games, pro wrestling, conspiracy theories, and comedy, come check out the Homeboy88 Podcast, constantly in the top Apple Podcast charts. Check out my back catalog featuring some of the funniest wrestling shows ever created. The Homeboy88 Podcast. Search for it and listen today. against Roman Reigns as long as Roman Reigns is the undisputed WWE Universal Heavyweight Champion. So, uh, who you want to talk about now, Cody? 
God. The Beast Incarnate is here on Monday Night Raw. Is Lesnar here to be Cody's partner? than he was at WrestleMania, believe it or not. There's a swagger oh. about him. There's a confidence about him as he oh. takes Elias to the ground and, here with And these. Elias is a big, big individual. Elias walks around about 6'3", 240, 250, in phenomenal physical condition. And Elias is just being destroyed right now by Omos. Omos looking to make an example of Elias. Way up high oh. and way down hard. You can count to 25 if you want. They're still serenading Rollins. Like I said earlier, 
I'm all about getting in the ring with the best, and that includes you. So, one day, when you're ready, we'll really see which one of us is the best of the best. Zane's into the outside and Dawkins gets a fist, a face full of boot. Owens gets a matching pair. Here we go, Montez is thinking. Montez is feeling some kind of way. What? God! The man simply ain't human. And Tez now. Call air traffic control at LAX because we are headed to no. KO smartly evades the danger. What's the stutter? On a day when WWE is dominating the news and social media, the day after WrestleMania, when we are water cooler talk, when we are all anybody wants to talk about, well then WWE comes along today and makes an announcement that's all, that is all anybody wants to talk about. But I am here to assure you, we ain't going nowhere. The same WWE that you love, the same WWE that put 161,000 people to the rafters in SoFi Stadium is going nowhere. The same WWE that you love, the superstars, the action, the drama, all of it, we are going nowhere. Oh no! Bad Bunny just dropped off! Oh no! Priest! No! Don't do this, Priest!
Surprise! Surprise! Did you miss me? A miss oh. from behind. Miss has about had enough. Three nights in a row, repeated interruptions, constant humiliation. Miz is standing up for himself, and it's about time. No! Riddle firing back, trying to spoil Miz's night for the third in a row. Ripcord, no! boom, knee. Miz trying his best to get out of the way. Not like this. Bro, Derek. By Riddle. Cody Rose. Wait, wait a second. What the hell? And the beast is decimating the American nightmare. But no one, save for Lesnar, knows why. God. Bro, we don't need to do this. Five across the announce desk.
First of all, it is the evil man himself. It's Evil Dose. It is the foreign object. Dr. Jeff Lippman, welcome back to the machismo. And are you excited for who's back? Vinny Mac the Knife. <laughs> Indeed. And our other special co-host, she's fresh from Ecuador. She is going to kill you if you don't do what she tells you. It is La Sacaria. Welcome yes. back. Welcome back to the Machismo, as a matter of fact, because you've been here more than once. But how are you? How are you feeling after coming back from Ecuador? Rated 100% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes. But how are you, La Sacaria? You good? Yes, I am doing well. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to the Machismo Show. <laughs> the Machismo, yeah. indeed. Well, speaking of Machismo, um, We've got a certain guy that's full of machismo by the looks of things, Jeff. As a matter of fact, he's got a lot of machismo in the, the mustache. And apparently, Triple H is not controlling creative anymore in WWE. I mean, can do we believe this? Is this true? Going by how Raw was this past Monday, I would say yeah. Wow, there's, there's, there's a lot to unpack there. So I guess it depends who you believe, and it also depends if you believe your lying eyes. Uh, right. Because, you know, everybody was saying that uh, the dynamic stays the same, that Triple H is still in charge of creative. But that completely felt, I don't know what that show felt like. I mean, it didn't really feel like a Vince show. It certainly didn't feel like a Triple H show. It just felt like a shit show. Um, but right. there was a, there's been a lot of talk that there were a lot of you know, script tear-ups and changes. And we even saw that on the show. People filmed the whole Seth Rollins segment got got aborted. Um, so that certainly sounds like Vince. And then it was also reported that people from Endeavor were backstage seeing the chaos, and they were not impressed at all by that. Really? Um, and a few of the wrestlers uh, asked for their release uh, if Vince was back in charge. Wow. And as far as I can tell, Bailey actually walked. Now she's still under contract, but she walked. She left. They 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 cut her segment, and and I, I mean I can tell you that both Mercedes Bernardo Tone, Sasha Banks, and uh, Dakota Crowley, Dakota Kai, both posted things in support of of Bailey or mm. Pamela and Sasha, you know Mercedes use the same exact word she used she goes she knows her worth i think i saw that actually i think you're right about that and also another thing that was also reported now i don't know how true this is but apparently you bring up endeavor how they weren't impressed with all the chaos you know backstage well apparently maybe because of what you just said that they want to see how triple h books things come this friday on smackdown now i don't know how true that is so apparently vince they gave Vince the shot to see how he does it on Raw, and now they want to see how Triple H would book it come Friday night on SmackDown. I mean, that's a hell of a thing to do auditions on live TV. I well, mean, couldn't, couldn't they just be? Couldn't they just have watched like the last six to ten months and then watched the the prior ten years and and made their own judgment? And I I don't know, but if you know, that's a heck of a risk. Uh, companies like that don't like to take those kinds of risks. But everyone's like, there's the hashtag fire Vince. And while I understand while you're saying this, I, I can assure the public that the first action of this new company that acquired 
WWE and is merging WWE and UFC into one joint venture or one publicly traded company under their umbrella. Their first move is not going to fire the an executive chairman who has a two-year contract who is the majority shareholder in WWE. So they not only would they be getting a breach of contract suit with a billionaire, so that he can he can fund it about as long as they can, they, they would also be guaranteeing that the board of directors, the, the shareholders for WWE would vote no, because it only takes us one vote. That's crazy. As a matter of fact, Jeff, I'm even hearing um, that Vince is the number one shareholder when it comes to the UFC WWE merger, like I'm talking about as a whole. He might be by a plurality, by, by a number, but I mean, listen, all of this is just what we've heard, but apparently the new company, and I don't know how the, sh the shares are going to be traded. I know one thing is that that McMahon special trust where, they're, where they had 10 times voting power shares, that stock's going away. Uh, that's all right. bought out. Endeavor is going to be getting 51%. Vince, uh, WWE is getting 49%. That's all of the shareholders. So if Vince is still the 80% shareholder of all WWE stock, he's probably the single largest shareholder. Now, I don't know if he's also getting shares in Endeavor stock. I mean, a, a UFC stock and Endeavor stock is part of this. Just don't know. Um, but we'll see. We will see. Uh, I mean, surely more and more of this is going to come out as, as time goes on. But listen, about a year ago, when I did the match with Mish on, on Wrestling Soup, I never thought Vince was going to go away. He was just going to wait to ride this out. And the, the thing that took me by the biggest of surprise is that he actually did go away. And, you know, the whole time he was stewing and simmering and realizing, I don't need to take this shit. I own 84% of this joint. And so he marched back in and, and undid the, the palace coup. And, and you know, when, when you aim for the king, you have to take off his head. And they, they never took off his head. They thought he would go into the sunset. But... Been saying a sunset kind of guy. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Uh, do you feel like he's done this out of spite and to get back into control? I think people like him because there's a little bit of him inside of me, or a little bit of me. You know, we, we have. So well, you are a lawyer, I mean, Come on. <laughs> right. But yeah, I mean, there's always some motivation of spite, and I don't think it's there's any coincidence that Stephanie still is nowhere near anything. Um, I mean, the most bizarre thing was probably WrestleMania with Shane coming in because Shane's the one who has no stock and uh, <laughs> nothing. I I, what about I Stephanie? I don't even know that she was at the event. Nobody took a photo of her. Nobody reported she was there. I mean, it was radio silence. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I feel bad. I almost feel bad for the whole family other than Vince. But it well, is what it is. Triple H got a $5 million bonus right. once the sale, you know, once it was agreed to. And Nick Khan got a, a larger bonus. It was reported that he would make, th this was a while ago, that if a sale was agreed to, I don't know if it has to go to closing or whatnot. I think it was just if they made one to agreement, sort of like a real estate agent. If you right. get far enough with his offer and acceptance, his bonus was supposed to be like $17.5 million. So. Wow, unbelievable. Um feel so so, don't, so feel, weird. don't feel too bad for his family i know they're billionaires right but if vince is back in control though jeff man i love vince don't get me wrong but it's kind of disheartening dude especially after 
how good of a run WWE was sort of on the last few months. Let's be honest. Not all shows were perfect. It was but, better. I mean, it was much better. Much in, in better. Cases, it was, I mean, yeah, it feels that way. But, I mean, I think we also should remember. I mean, who knows how things would have played out. But the Bloodline story was started on the Vince. And Vince was still around true. when the KO Sammy stuff started, too. The Rey Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio Judgment Day thing was started under Vince. So, I mean, those were the two best stories. So, I mean, who knows? You know, if they would have if they would have been driven the same way, or if they would have right. been changed, we'll, we'll never know that. But um, yeah, I, but listen, I've been as critical of Triple H's booking as anyone. But but whenever asked by you, Chris, anyone else, I will always say it's better. It's not night and day better, but no. better in wrestling is good enough. If you already like wrestling, you, you you don't need it to be that good to to be entertained. Well, let's be honest. I mean, yeah, well, that's true. But let's be honest. Also, I mean, Vince started. Austin Theory's push. Mm-hmm. Vince also started, like you said, the Bloodline thing, uh, and with Roman being on top, of course. Uh, Vince really started quite a few things that Triple H just took over and and made, you know, I guess better. Maybe maybe Paul was doing the whole thing. I, I, I I'm, by Paul I mean Heyman. I I, I don't know. Um, none of us will know. I mean, we we all want to think our best. You know, and maybe there's still collaboration and. Who knows? Maybe they didn't write a show for Monday because they were so excited about WrestleMania and the merger, and it was just too many things. And they're like, "We'll wing it." The show was forty percent just recaps of WrestleMania anyway. Um, I know. I don't even know if we should even talk about Raw like we usually do because it's one of those shows that other than we'll do a Raw review, but it isn't going to take. But like we usually do, no, we don't need to go through every segment. There was right. That's what I'm saying. Maybe four things that mattered. And, and, and that's what I mean but also people forget there was also Vince that signed Cody he personally flew to Cody's house with Bruce Pritchard and this came out of Cody's mouth so yeah. this is not like this is actual legit he's the one that signed Cody in the first place not Triple and, H and I think all three of his victories over Seth Rollins including Hell of the Cell were during the Vince administration was all well, Vince three of them. right yeah even that oh. Wrestlemania dude I mean last year but, I mean, listen, Triple H rescued LA Knight. I don't know what's going on with him now. He, you I'm know, hearing he, talk that he might want out too, Jeff. Who? LA Knight. I don't know. I mean, let's see on that. I'm trying to get a light on in here and I have to plug it in. No, you're, right, you're okay. Oh, well, it's bright. Yeah. See, that's what I hate about my new camera. It makes me look pale. Well, <laughs> I'm tanned, yeah. man. God damn it. Anyway. No, it's because I only, the outlet I shares with my work computer and, and the lamp, and I didn't change the plug lamp. Anyway, uh, no, it's not for me, so everyone can see how beautiful she is. She looks nice and golden brown, like that's for sure. That's right. <laughs> oh. That's right. That's right. <laughs> You're to say, mi amor. <laughs> yes. yes, mi amor. <laughs> oh, Can you hear M- M5? This, this is my fiance, La Sicaria. Oh, he. <laughs> Oh, well, there you go. Oh boy, who's the lady behind yeah, Jeff? Yeah. That's his woman, Mikey. As a matter of fact, you never seen La Sicaria? She's been on the show. Yeah, there you go. Look, look at that. Look at Jeff. He's a good boy. Right. That's that's what you call a rock, right there. I got, <laughs> I got her too because I fucked up the first time. <laughs> <laughs> that's a true story, by the way. For anyone, uh, like two know, engagement rings in one year. Um, that's actually a. That is a true story. Yeah. But sorry, Jeff. Continue. I don't even know what I'm saying. But yeah, yeah no, that's the off. 
but uh, LA, LA Knight? I hope not. I mean, you know, uh, I, I sure hope not. I mean, I don't think he's going to be thrown back to be Max Dupree. I mean, Vince likes people who get pops. He got pops. I mean, a lot of people got lost in the shuffle, you know, with all this. That's right. Hold the ring closer. I thought he was going to call me the ring closer. Oh, my God. And look what he said. And how the hell did you land someone that pretty? No, no one knows. <laughs> look at, how do you think? How anyone else does it? I made a deal with the devil. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're, we're second cousins as it is. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> okay, first <laughs> That's even worse. Don't oh. even say that. Okay. But it, <laughs> well, anyway, <laughs> he says, then there is hope for me yet again. There's oh, hope for yeah, oh. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much the only one that this works for. <laughs> anyway, oh boy, our truth twenty seven twenty four seven oh, belt God. back. Oh. Please no. That sounds Hell like no. <laughs> Oh That sounds like Esteban Pineapple. <laughs> Look at this guy. Oh That's boy, right. you can you hey. can be the new hand solo. <laughs> <laughs> anyway oh that's a good one jeff that's another that's another one i know <laughs> that's anyway this is totally throwing me off the show but let's get back into it okay. oh boy Other um, news in, you know andrade said his contract with oh, AEW yes. is almost up you know we have the we have the horrendous stuff from coming out about vicky horrendous. guerrero oh right let's get into that as a matter yeah. of fact and chavo that, back back in the cousin up the cousin yeah his uh, her daughter it's not oh, true I forgot. It's, it's I the forgot. younger daughter right because yeah, he's uh, the he's the nephew I, I keep forgetting that yeah they can't keep track of their relations wow they're first cousins dude that is so weird you're, well you're right they, they are, are. They're, they're first cousins right they're, wow. they're, they're first cousins or at least first half cousins no no they are well, oh, no no they're first cousins because vicky Still, wait. And yeah, right, that's, right. That's Charles Eddie's daughters, daughter. right? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, that's yeah. that's there. Yeah, they're first cousins, then. But um, anyway, I don't know what to read into that man, but it's getting very public. First of all, whatever it is, it's whatever it is. Even in the best case scenario, it's terrible. It's a family that's completely in strife and, and publicly. In the yes, worst case so. scenario, you have you have rape, borderline incest, probably pedophilia, <laughs> and aiding and abetting. I don't want to laugh at that, but yeah, that's kind of. Look, I, mean, I hope it's those not, are your two I, extremes. That I mean, the the best case is a completely a family in complete dysfunction, going going public with all of the dirty laundry. The worst case is hideous felonies. I hope it's not true, but whatever's going on is not good. First of all, Vicky shouldn't have done that to her daughter publicly like that. Listen, that's just. I I, hate, I know that nobody likes to hear this because everybody loves Eddie Guerrero. Right. And, but they love him because he was a wrestler and because but he wasn't the well, best human being let's be honest he was an addict and he died right. from his addiction but you know who else was there vicky vicky's always she's been an enabler now you know maybe she couldn't stop him maybe she's not strong enough to do it i mean maybe she has a lot of insecurities or she's not that confident and this and in one extreme her husband drank and pilled himself to death and in this case, she let her daughter be abused because of her insecurities, because she doesn't want to be alone, you know, over, over getting in debt. I mean, this is, well, this, 
I mean, these these are the, the those are your extremes. Those, those those and there's plenty of stuff in the middle there, and everything's everything's allegations except for the fact that there are there are slings and arrows going both ways. I mean, that that part is immutable. Yeah, uh, if if anyone you feel sorry for, it's that family, and I can only imagine Eddie would be rolling in his grave, no doubt about it. I mean, that is just it's just wrong. Either way. How I don't many know heroes how, are alive? I mean, is it like, like Hector you, and Chavo Senior? Any Hector, of them? Alive? Hector is definitely still alive. Chavo Senior died not too long ago. I'm pretty sure. Well, like, there's, well I, maybe I know there's a lot of them, but they, they should they should do an intervention. There's Mando Guerrero, which I'm pretty sure passed away a long time ago. Yeah, he was the yeah. oldest one, I think. Well, whoever, whoever is still alive, they they should fly fly in or drive to wherever they have to, and they should take that girl and they should get her someplace safe. I mean, and, really? and then you try to so? sort and then sort the rest out. Wow, that's. A I mean, lot. I don't know that she is in someplace safe, but whatever it is, they, 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 that that's what family's supposed to be for. You know, Chavo, it's nice that you did that tweet, but you should all be get. Maybe they are, you know, but they should all be getting out there. And whether she wants them or not, meaning I think her name is Cheryl or Sherilyn. Yeah, something they, like that. They they should they should be picking. It's interesting we haven't heard anything from Shaw Guerrero. Right, she's been radio quiet, dude. Yeah. So I don't know what to think about this, but it's getting worse and worse online. I just—it's just sad to see it play out, like for the world to see, man, in front of the world. So yeah, I, I really don't know, didn't man. Want to prejudge this because I remember speaking out where you know a lot was exaggeration, and we also learned a lot of terrible things that were true. Um, so, but yeah. I don't know. Chavo backing her up I, and Vicky's history. Yeah, I don't well, know. as a matter of fact, Vicky was threatening to divorce Eddie back when he was, uh, you know, on the pills and, and you know, drinking a lot of alcohol. And, you know, she took him back eventually. Maybe she is, I don't know, man. I can't judge. I don't know them personally. But I don't know. I don't even want to go there. But something's up, that's for sure. I'm yes, hoping, I hope the current husband didn't do what, you know, the youngest daughter proclaims he did. But I don't know. I just feel like we, it's going to get worse and we're going to hear a lot more about it. Yeah, I mean, but it's very sad if you hope that they're the, you know, what I presume is a teenage woman, if, you know, is saying these things publicly as a lie. I mean, that, that's terrible too, but that is that is your best case scenario. I mean, yeah. and, and that's sad enough as it is. And like I said, the worst case scenario is felonies. You tell me some of the worst kind. Yeah, Absolutely. Well, anyway, let's move on from that because that's that's a real downer. Let's be honest, because it's just sad, man. But um, what was the first part you said? Because the Vicky uh, part is what really got me excited there for uh, a moment yeah, when you mentioned it. There was news that the grizzled young veterans asked for the releases and were granted it, but then the oh yes, they weren't granted. That. that was a fake story. Oh, Andrade, Andrade said oh, that yes, the AW yes. contract is close to expiring. Uh, and then another interesting thing in in AW, we can talk about both of them. I just don't want to say it before I forget is that Soraya came out and said that she wished that she hadn't said that it's nice to be in a company where the boss listens to me. And apparently she was told to say that. And I mean, wow. since one guy controls everything there, I mean, the guy who says they're always picking on me, I don't want to pick on them. Well, you know, an, an, another one of his little lies, you know, brought out. But doesn't that make you wonder if Soraya has a short-term contract because what would embolden her to say this? What would motivate her to say this publicly now? I mean, is she just spouting off or is there more to it? Good question. I mean, surely there's more to it. There has to be. I mean, why would you say that? Like you said, there's got to be more to it. But 
It just feels like the professional wrestling world right now is in utter chaos, Jeff. Okay. Like if you know goodbye. what I mean. Oh, you're goodbye, going, everybody. you're going, Viv. Thank you oh, for goodbye. having me. Thank you. No, no, thank you for thank coming you. here, yeah. actually. Yeah. Welcome back, wow. Viv. Thank you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Hello. <laughs> and guess he's back. I mean, Lasakadi has to take a leave, but it is, way he's driving as he's doing a show. This has got to be a first. It's a school bus. It, it's a, <laughs> yeah. What are you driving uh, there, Chris? Uh, uh, it's diesel power. It is diesel power. It is uh, <laughs> it's a Ford 550 with a great big 10-foot plow on the front of it, which oh, is what shit. I've been dealing with all day, which is why my name is fucking Snow. Uh, <laughs> you poor so, bloke. Yeah. I mean, I Jeff mean, was just telling face, me. So maybe it's Al Snow and maybe it is diesel. Everyone, we have we have Kevin Nash on the show with us today. <laughs> yeah, it's a real diesel. <laughs> fucking Al Snow was riding shotgun with him. That, As far as you know, those are our guests. <laughs> and medium five says oh fuck we're stuck with jeff now <laughs> sorry sorry Mikey. imagine how i felt for the last seven and a half weeks <laughs> that's true <laughs> he, he also says it's crypt chris how do you know it's crypt chris i'm telling you it's diesel <laughs> it's diesel man it's kevin nash it's big sexy <laughs> big set no big daddy cool not not steve pena but uh definitely not not steve pena not, what was it steve it's the bum pineapple fucking cool as i am Oh, sure shots fired! Boom! I didn't say it, Steve. It wasn't me. Just, just quietly. I said it, Steve. It was me, Chris Ams. Chris Ams one on Twitter, or you can look me up on Facebook. Hi, Steve. Look at that. You're not oh, as cool hi, Steve. As me. Hey, that reminds me of the song "I Am Not Steve." How good was that song, by the way, Jeff? That was fantastic. <laughs> that was fantastic. Had I had I known that we were gonna have another flaky week, I would have done. I would have done another solo show and asked you to put that in there. You know what? I think you you should because there is a lot of news, so I think you should actually do that. Well, I, I don't feel like anyone's been deprived of my wrestling podcast. Hey, I hate to the- say it. I hate to say it. Right? I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it publicly. But that show was the highest rated show on the PWC network when it when it comes to Hammerlock Hangover, and I was just with you. On the PWC, tell you but 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 right. not in other places. So. Doesn't matter if it was number. If it was hey, it really right. we only care about shot. the PwC, right? Oh well, maybe me and Chris does. I know you've got other outlets, but uh, you are one of the fathers of the PwC, after all. I mean, it's shit, true. three letters, three of us. Chris. I, th- I thought it was Kevin. Oh, Matt. there you are, man. Your eyes are glowing right now, Chris. That camera's good. You're using your phone, aren't you? Yep. Yeah, maybe I should be using my phone again. <laughs> In a way, if I look you get pale. more tattoos. You could be Alistair Black. Yeah. Yeah. From right. Holland. Paint one of the black, put in the white contact lens. <laughs> Medium five says, wait, Chris said it's a Ford. Then it's more like the Glenn Jacobs diesel. Oh hey, I'm a Ford guy myself, actually, Mikey. I well I don't own a Ford anymore, unfortunately. I've got I've got a Japanese car. Like, you know. Here's a bike. Nissan. Well, yeah, at the moment. I've been riding bikes a lot, dude. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> no, I've got no bell. It's not one of those fucking ones. But anyway, um, so anyway, we're talking about Andrade. Andrade, he said it. That was that's true. He's co- he's come out and said it himself. That's his uh, remarks, not anyone else's. It's and you know, next oof. You know what, man? I can see that for some reason, Jeff. He's got to he's got to pay a little punishment for you know, for being thinking so high of himself. 
They, they already have a better version than him on, on the main roster already. <laughs> well, that's true. That's actually true. Chris, Yo. actually, before before we... I want to actually get your thoughts, actually, even though I'm backtracking a little bit. Okay. But, um, yeah, I, I just want to know what he thinks about it. Did you hear about the Vicky Guerrero situation? Uh, a little bit. I... As of right now, there's basically two people saying one thing and one person saying another thing. I, I mean, I don't know what to think about that situation. And as somebody who's been involved in social work for a very long time in my life, I know that most of the time when someone accuses somebody of something like that, it's real. But I also sure. know, but I also know that there are definitely times when people say it and it's not true. So, <laughs> well, that's true too, right? To me, that's one of those things that I don't even want to really, I don't even really want to say like what I think happened or like what I think about the situation. Because to me, it's like that's a situation where that should go to the courts and the court should figure out what actually happened. And then I'd be happy to make a comment. You know, I was just talking about this kind of thing with my girlfriend about how, right. how quickly people jump to conclusions, right? Without knowing what's going on. Like, I remember after the whole Jacob Blake thing happened in the States, right? And I remember right. watching, I remember tuning into the NHL that night, right? And there were people in the NHL on NHL teams who had Jacob, Jacob Blake armbands, right? Now, this is a guy who we later found out was shot by the police because he was resisting arrest, had a knife in his hand, was attempting to kidnap his children, and had just raped his ex-girlfriend. So yeah. maybe the world should just not jump to fucking conclusions so much when it comes to this kind of stuff and wait for the information to come out. Yeah, and I remember that case too. I've actually watched some documentaries about that. It's pretty messed up, man. So, I mean, you're right. Either way, it's sad, like I was saying to Jeff, that this is playing up, you know, in public, man. Oh, I mean, course. the fact that Vicky's even posting about her daughter like that, you know, for the world to see is just, to me, that's disgusting anyway. Like, period. That's your daughter. I don't give a fuck what's going on. Like, don't play that shit out in public like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, it's on your children in private. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, if you're going to... At the end of the day, this we shouldn't be seeing this shit. That's all I'm saying, you know? But, well, but I mean, her daughter brought it up first. Like, what is she going to do? Say no comment? I mean... Yeah, but did your daughter say it publicly, I would though? Say, normally, I would say no comment is exactly what you ought to fucking say in this situation right. if you're Vicky Guerrero. But it's 2023, and absolutely nobody is able to keep their fucking mouth shut about anything anymore. So I don't expect people to anymore. I know, but that's family, though, dude. I mean, shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, you just don't do that. I don't know. That's just, it is what it is. I mean, what can I say? I, Jeff, I maybe. put it on Instagram right. or TikTok. Oh, she, oh, TikTok, I think it was. You're right. It's on true. TikTok. Jesus. Yeah. yeah, no, you're right. Okay, that's a difficult yeah, media, situation. Media man. M5 confirms it was TikTok. Right, yeah, he did. I don't have TikTok, so I don't. I Neither don't do I. I. Fuck that shit. Like, you know, I don't have Instagram either. But maybe we should start a TikTok. Hi China, a you can spy on me the old-fashioned way if you want, because I don't. Yeah, have hi China. You know, it's <laughs> Bin Chiling. <laughs> we have. Mihao, Mihao, Mihao. That's not cool, Jeff. That's that's kind of borderline. We, we, we better not meow, in other words, all right? I, I just can't say it well, so, but I can meow pretty well. <laughs> nice. Nicely played. I just can't say it well. <laughs> Who was that? I wasn't looking. I was like, oh, meow. I'm sorry. I thought he was finishing the I thought he was finishing the old joke of 
do you know what a Chinese do you know what a Chinese chicken sounds like? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Woof, man. Hey, that's not cool either, because they you know eat. What Chinese chicken uh, tastes tastes like on your teeth. Don't. Rough. I've... Rough. <laughs> Rough. I'm not gonna lie. And shout outs to this guy. Um, anyway, there used to be. I'll just tell a quick story. This is growing up, Jimmy T. Right now. <laughs> shout outs to Don Tony. Right. Back still, in high school. Uh, well, uh, it just reminded me of this, so I'm gonna say it. But back in high school, there used to be this Asian dude named, uh, you know, his, he, his Anglo name was Anthony, right? But really his name was Min, Min One, right? And he was, he was, he was uh, Vietnamese, right? Not, not Chinese. But anyway, and he used to be a bit crazy. Like, well, he is crazy, still is. But I mean, real crazy to the point where, you know, we would all sit there going, meow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know, it's fucked. And he would go crazy, dude. Like, we just were doing that just to get a reaction. So he start throwing chairs. Crazy. No, I'm telling you, dude, he would start going <laughs> like, like this. Yeah, and then start throwing chairs. Well, but get he, this. Were you making fun of his accent? Is, is that that he knew that? Or did just like the sound of meow make him crazy? I, I have no Those idea. Those are two right? very different things. <laughs> I know. I don't know why. I'll just. It's high school, bro. It's, you know, stupidity happens. But. But anyway, so idiots were meowing, but instead of taking it out on us, right, he would take it out on the teacher or someone else and just start throwing chairs at fucking, at everyone. So everyone would continue to do this just for him to react that way. Oh, like that guy at WrestleMania who was upset when Cody lost? Oh, yeah, but worse. Yeah, yeah, actually, exactly. He was trying to get the chair out anyway, right? Mm -hmm. But except this time, this guy was, you know, just launching chairs because you know those cats are real to me damn it <laughs> well anyway cut a long story short what a he's pussy. never for, he's never forgiven me right from back I, then this I is said, what a pussy it's a, that's a pun literally <laughs> a pun literally <laughs> we're, we're gonna get fucked i'm telling you guys but anyway by whom so <laughs> don't worry i'll explain are later pretty well <laughs> depends probably not but anyway oh. so 20 years later this guy hasn't forgiven me for that shit back then, right? So now he's, you know, he would send me messages with threats and shit. Like, yeah, we, you know, just talking about all the past, but it's all about the past, man. And I'm like, dude, you're talking about over 20 years ago. You know what I mean? Like, stop it. But anyway, he sent me pictures of fucking dogs getting cooked, like legit. Like, I'm like, bro, why the fuck are you showing me this shit? You know what I mean? Like, leave me alone. Just full harassing me. It still does. To this day, every time I block him, he'll he'll start a new one, like another Facebook, and message me and message me. And so it's you like, fuck. Yeah, man, but the scary one now, dude. As a matter of fact, there's a thing. I don't know if they do that with the state. I'm sure they do. Yeah. Not the fun kind of stalker, Jeff. No, no, no. This guy is fucking nuts, bro. Like, for real. And uh, anyway, he got arrested. I saw him, like, online, like the Victoria Police, like, you know, you know when you see people wanted, right? Mm -hmm. Well, he was wanted, right? for fucking bashing two cops now back in those days you could pick on him he was nothing you know what i mean like he wouldn't you know he was just a weakling now this guy's bashing cops but Look now he's this. like the final boss in blood sport dude i'm telling you now if he knew where i lived he would legitly kill me all right i think i truly <laughs> think that i swear to god well, man now it's like totally that. telling him where you live <laughs> yeah well you so, know exa so, exactly so, no, for, Jess, but so so for Flynn, right uh, uh, yeah. 
So just just for Flynn Flan's information out there, uh, Jimmy's address is. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just... He used to know where I lived, like where I grew up, like where my old family home used to be. Well, luckily but you're not in a real country, so it doesn't matter. Luckily, luckily, we'll get this. He's fleed to Vietnam, apparently. I don't believe him, right? But apparently, he's in Vietnam. So did he do the sell a junk all the way? <laughs> who the fuck knows but all i'm saying is he's a scary type of fucking stalker like we used to give him menthol cigarettes and say it was we and the idiot right he's sorry like, oh i'm going back to australia tell oh you know what i'm gonna do I, i'm gonna send you story, wind. i'm gonna forward story. i'm gonna forward the messages that he sent me just for, for you to see for yourself it is every one of i so I'm can't telling wait you. for any of this oh it's gonna be so bad no you you we probably will like it finish but anyway the story complete let's the finish story. the story well look what my are you said. ready for jimmy t <laughs> no i don't want to finish the story no don't finish the story anthony please anyway anthony it's... anthony acknowledge jimmy <laughs> no don't acknowledge me i'm not around but anyway um let's get into raw though enough of that guy um it was the fallout from WrestleMania, and oh, I don't yeah, know wait, what wait, the. Wait. We have to one of the bushwhackers died. Oh yes, right. it was Bushwhacker Butch. Yeah. As a matter of fact, that passed away, and R.I.P. to Bushwhacker Butch. As a matter of fact, thanks for reminding me, Jeff. Did you see the GoFundMe stuff? Apparently, yeah. by his daughters, but people weren't believing. And I read this on Facebook, and I went to the GoFundMe just to check it out. Uh, apparently, like. You know, people saying it wasn't legit and whatnot, but apparently, you know, it was though as well. They really needed the money to help save Butch. I don't know what it was that that uh, that caused his death, but well, then, um, well, okay, how old was he? Hard. Was he living hard? Well, yeah, as the sheep herders I mean, back then. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, but pro wrestling's not. I mean, they didn't even get the WWE until they were in their mid forties. That's true, and they I became only the they finally make some money, and they were never high card guys, so they were never getting. You know, they were too old. They never got that ridiculous Monday Night War money. Well, um, no, they, they missed out on that. But hey, let's be honest. They were stars at one stage. Of course they were. They were in cartoons. But this is why. What I, I know, you haters out there like to think the wrestling is an art form and things like that. But this is why I always say, take the check, take the biggest money. No, you don't want to go to Impact because you need titles. If WWE wants to keep you on, wants to have you be Dolph Ziegler and lose for 12 years straight and pays you $800,000 a year to do it, you do it. If AEW is going to pay you $400,000 a year to sit on your ass, you do it because yeah. this business sucks. There's too many people who we, who we watched on TV for years and years and years. Beautiful Bobby Eaton was on TV for 20 years and couldn't the family couldn't even pay for a burial or chose not to put sad resources that way i mean what did you do with the money money. it isn't art or uh, and if it is art do you do do we really love the the most associated word with artists which is starving true good point i mean shit uh pierce also says what's up cunt what's up what's going on (laughs) yeah shout out to pierce and he also says that was some of the bad the baddest motherfuckers of all time Yep. Definitely, man. When they were the sheep herders, they were bad. I mean, shit, their NWA matches were bloodbaths. And then just for them to jump over to WWF and then become the bushwhackers and now licking everybody for crying out loud. Well, well, could, I mean, first of all, they wouldn't have been able to do that gimmick in WWF no then anyway. But no. they, they couldn't use the sheep herders name because there was more of them. There was a, it was like a bunch of them. And there was a dispute who owned the name. So 
you know, WWE was like, or WWF then was like, yeah, it doesn't matter. We're changing your name anyway. Well, the sheep herders should be theirs. Period. Well, I mean, it was, and there there were four sheep herders at that point, and this is, and it, and this is a time where. You know, I mean, it was like a band getting together and making a name. You, you, you know, nobody filed trademarks or copyrights or whatever. They right. They, they just existed. So it was like a divorce. Who gets it? I don't know. So you know, anyway, I feel, yeah. I was going to say, I kind of feel bad for them because even though we all know they're from New Zealand, right? Mm-hmm. Um, at one point, I don't know if you remember this, but WWE used to say, they started saying they were from Australia instead, from the outback. I don't know if you remember. And well, I'm like... Crocodile uh, Dundee was a big deal then, so sure. Yeah, I know, but it used to make me cringe because it's like, come on. Of course it makes you cringe, but I mean, you know. No, for their sake, you know what I'm saying? Because we weren't trying to claim them. Oh, look, New Zealand, Australia, same, same, right? Same old shit. We've got the similar accent, accents. New Zealand used to be part of Australia, as a matter of fact. And, yes, that's true. But they're not part of uh, Oscars, though, uh, Jeff. That's only us, the UK and use the u.s us yeah, i want new zealand involved i, I want a broker that who do i talk to uh you i don't know who you talk to for that get, but, get, uh, get some ambassador on the phone i think new zealand though is kind of anti-american bases in their country and america's never really forgave them for that totally new if you know zealand, I mean. they, they, they are mostly peace next that's okay you know? they're sort of like the switzerland of the pacific in a way yeah, well, I mean, they're very South Pacific. But, you know, they, they, they let part of Lord of the Rings be filmed there. So, hey, you know, that, that enough makes them good in my book. Well, that's true. Yes. Uh, he does say, uh, Medium Fox says, yeah, but TV saying the Outback sounded better than just saying Australia. But they did say they were from Australia, though. That's the thing. Later on, much later, though. Well, there's no Outback on an island. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're an island. Jeff, so you're, you're a continent side. You're a yes, fucking I continent, know. Jimmy. I know, yeah. but it's still a fucking island. Yes, it's a Everything's big island. An island, if you look it's at it. Bi- yeah. Well, technically, that's true all that's of America true. is an island. I know. I know. From south to fucking north, I know. Uh, trust me, I know that. The water surrounds everything. <laughs> if, you look, if you look far enough. Crying out loud, I know. Um, Peter Sussex. Flatter, goddammit. Except for the ice well, walls that, that you know ring the the, the rectangle. <laughs> You know, anyway, that wonderful be- isolated island of Europe, Asia, and Africa. Yeah, but they're, they're all multiple, multiple different countries. You know, we're just one big island in one country. But anyway, uh, Pierce says, bro, look at the times it was the cartoon era. They couldn't have brought them in as the shit. I know, exactly. We know that. Uh, absolutely, Pierce. And for sure. The, the matches they did were not matches that WWF did. It's, it just wasn't. Right, exactly. No, I mean, they were doing true. Abdullah the Butcher style matches. <laughs> yeah, literally. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was disgusting, man. You look back on the NWA runs. Um, look at their but, foreheads. Well, yeah, exactly. Look at their foreheads. Yay! Whoa! Yeah. Exactly. So, I, I mean, and I don't then, know how and they... Then they made the most money by far that they've ever made and could have ever made by licking people's foreheads. So, you know... <laughs> That's true. That just goes to tell you... That just goes to show you, you know, character over whatever the fuck you think is art. Character. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, man. And they were still doing the circuit. They were still going. They were still wrestling. They were still doing uh, shows, uh, you know, autograph shows and conventions and Comic-Con. So, you know, I mean. Hey, they're famous, man. People still remember them quite fondly. You know what I mean? Clearly, some of it is that they needed the money. I mean, as independent contractors, they probably never really paid into their Social Security and shit like that. 
I think um, Luke is doing okay, but uh, I don't know how well Butch was doing. But yeah, yeah look, I mean, you're right. They're two different people. I, I have no idea. But I mean, four days ago, I thought that Butch was doing okay. So what do I know? That's disgusting. <laughs> what up, Jinder? He says in the chat they leaked kids' heads and they smelled like tuna. How do you know the second part? <laughs> yeah, Jinda, how do you know the second part? Did you get licked by Butch or Luke but yeah, for that did matter? You smell them? <laughs> they look dirty as dirty as those motherfuckers, you know what I mean? Uh apparently Medium Five says Luke is still wrestling. Yeah, wow. Right. Jesus. Bad hair dye job, but wrestling to some extent. Well look anyway. at look, look at our look at the Mac the knife being back. Look at talking about a bad dye job. Yeah, that's true. Hair, eyebrows. You mean Gomez Grant? Yeah, no, it's, it's Vicente Melendez. I was the first to say that months no, no, ago. No, no, it's Gomez McMahon. It's definitely That's true. It's, it's, it's definitely Gomez. Wolf. I was sent here. My name is Winston Wolf. I'm here to solve problems. <laughs> Winston <laughs> Wolf. I'm here to solve problems. Yeah, and solve problems he did, apparently. I mean, what uh, he really looks like is like Cary Grant or Clark Gable. I, I, I don't know which one's which. <laughs> <clears throat> Jinder says it was Starkist. Starkist tuna, or does that mean that we don't <laughs> like Starks? Oh, good question. And if it's Starks, do you mean Starks like the Kings of the North, or do you mean like Tony? <laughs> oh, speaking of a Tony, we've got a big announcement tonight, boys. He's hyped or what? Oh, yeah. Uh, a huge yeah. announcement, something huge. we've been dreaming about for years. Uh, Chris, yeah. what do you think it will be, actually? Um... Here's what I think about the huge announcement. I think that in the last three years, um, there have been 48 quote unquote huge announcements. For at AEW. least, at least, no, at the very that's least. That's the number, Jim. It's oh, really? That's legit. That's legit. 48 nope. as that's a shoot. Wow. <laughs> Who came up with that number? Like, I saw it on Twitter, so it must wow. be true. Um, wow. Oh, yeah, it must be. No, but I bet you it is true, though. It is. It is. It feels I, like every crazy. three weeks. It that's true too. It does feel like, uh, yeah, it's it's weird. So Jimmy I don't know. finally got he laid. Jay White. Who the fuck? Why did I finally get laid? I've been getting laid for twenty years at least. I shouldn't say that too loud, but anyway. <laughs> um. Anyway. Um. Yeah. Like it's that's bizarre, but uh, I don't know, man. TK's got to stop doing that. I bet you personally, it's going to be the London fucking tour, possibly. Jeff, do you th- what do you think before we actually get into Raw? Um, I think that there's a chance that it is European shows, including the UK. That's right. I wouldn't call that huge, but in AEW world, maybe it is. It's the first time. Uh, it might be finally the the freaking release date of the video game. I mean that that uh, you know that's not huge. Who that's cares huge. about that damn video um, game anymore? But I don't know what else. I mean, what else could be huge? It's something he's been dreaming about for years. So. Uh, you know, uh, e- even if it was CM Punk is coming back, well, he hasn't been dreaming about that for years. It happened. Oh, um, you know, it, even if it's another TV show, that's not something he's been dreaming about for years. He has two and a half, if you count Battle of the Belts. If you want to count Dark Elevation and Ring of Honor, I guess he's got, you know, five and a half. Um, so those are the two that I would think, but I have to be honest, I, I don't care. Or it may be. That the main event for Forbidden Door is Okada versus Omega or Osprey versus Omega, and it's another one of his dream matches. I mean, uh, which is a is a good announcement, but you know, doesn't merit this kind of hype. But 
to Tony Khan, something like that might. I don't know. Those, those are my top three suspects. The the uh, European, including UK shows, video game, fine, actual release date, and uh, main event for Forbidden Door 2, act being what would actually be considered a real dream match where you don't know who the winner is. <laughs> we don't know who the winner is. What do you think of this? What do you guys think? Well, well, we said what we think. Um, I think it's the UK tour, but um, Medium 5 thinks that it could be Nigel McGuinness, but that's not such a big deal. Well, he already announced on All Elite that Nigel Exactly, McGinnis no, he did. Is, that's true. I mean, he already posted Nigel, and someone told me that it's going to be mostly for Ring of Honor, which I guess makes sense because of Nigel Douglas in Britain. You don't know who Nigel McGuinness is, Chris? Do you remember Desmond Wolf in TNA? No. Nigel McGuinness was a big deal in Ring of Honor in the aughts. He also uh, was one of the commentators for NXT in the early days. He right. was part of NXT UK until they closed it. Um, recently, up until recently, yeah. Yeah, which was, it, right. yeah, probably seven, eight months ago whenever they shut down NXT right. UK. Um, He's a Ring of Honor legend too, man, if you want to call him that. If he, if he does live in Britain and intends to stay there, Ring of Honor works for him because he only has to come in once every two months for like four days for the tapings and right. probably every three months for the pay-per-view, you know, I guess, you know, a day of prep and a day afterwards to, to get yourself together. But, you know, that's about it. Well, he was also, his career got cut short because of uh, hepatitis um, at the time where that's why he, he couldn't, he was supposed to be, he was supposed to be in WWE back in 2000, I believe. But hepatitis, like he got signed, but uh, because they found out he had hepatitis, they had to go back on their contract and uh, the rest is history. But I will say he was one of the original indie darlings from back in the late 90s, early 2000s, you know, type oh, yeah. of deal. Yeah, from back back in the day. But yeah, he was good. I'll give him that. I mean, I remember him very fondly in Ring of Honor back then, but, uh, you know, from 2004 onwards, but uh, yeah, 2002, sorry. Um, anyway, Chris Willand uh, has been asking, and he, I saw. I was waiting till we got into Raw before I, I was going to say about your question, but fuck it, let's do it now. Pretty deadly are the only NXT stars worthy of being called up. If anyone, your thoughts of potentials? Who the fuck knows right now, actually, Chris? I, I'm not even sure anymore. I mean, if we don't get anyone this Friday, we could potentially get Bron Breaker on SmackDown, right? If it doesn't happen this week, though, I don't know when it's going to happen, and who's the potential call-ups because i really don't know what's going on in wwe at this moment wow jeff well i don't know because ron breaker for anyone who watched nxc or if you didn't ron breaker turned heel at the end he he was oh. being congratulated by mellow and trick and they did the handshake thing and then you know Braun did the delayed handshake pulled him into him and hit him with a clothesline and then he you know uh, then he hit trick with some you know one of his moves uh I think like a running power slam, and uh, and then he speared Mello um, and walked out that. to booze. Oh, so shit. my guess is they're going to have one more match where Mello beats Braun again to solidify this, and then he'll come to the main roster. Maybe part of it was because of the Vince Triple H endeavor confusion. They they didn't want to bring up a new guy that they're calling a star. That's why. That's why I'm saying I don't know what the yeah. fuck is going on at the moment. You know, with the risk of of the crowd not knowing who he is and being dead, like they were with Gargano and Dexter Loomis and Champa and Candice LeRae and Mia Yim and 
you know, the, the list goes on and on as to Bronson Reed, Karrion Cross, like the list goes on and on as to people who've gotten like no reaction from the crowd from NXT. Um, maybe they were just too, they, they didn't know what to do with it. I mean, the, the only wrestler that came back was Riddle in an awkward segment wearing oh. weird, wearing like Speedos. Jesus. I I don't know what the hell that was all about. Um, <laughs> That's fucking weird. Uh, so I don't know, you know, I, you know, I I had said that it was, was going to be Roxanne Perez, Grayson Waller, and Braun Breaker who were reported as going up. Well, they're ready, man. Like I feel like they're really ready right now. Like especially Grayson Waller, man. He's he's the best one in NXT when it comes to personality, bro. But what do you do with him? He's got the same personality as the Miz, Austin Theory, really. Seth Rollins, but, and, and Logan Paul. But he's more in your face. Like he's not like a chicken shit heel like the Miz is, if that makes sense. It's the same guy. It's the same guy. They've got they've got four of them, plus Corey Graves on the mic. I mean, on commentary. I mean, it's like it's like five of the same thing. You need a sixth, and he's yeah. he's skinny. Yeah, if he was a big guy, he'd be a bona fide star at this point. He'd be the male version of Rhea Ripley in a way, right? I'm saying that because they're both Australians, right? I mean, but, sure. If you put his personal Andrew McIntyre, he'd be oof, yeah, he'd, he'd be the, the the top heel, you know, after Roman and MJF, maybe in the business. Yeah, he should fucking if I were him. I don't know how tall is he. You think five fucking eight, maybe? Grayson Waller? Yeah. No, he's I, tall. Think, yeah, I think he's tall. I think he's like oh. six three. He's tall no, down. no way. Yeah. Really, six three? I think so. Look, I mean, he was up. towering over Johnny Gargano in the pay-per-view. Yeah. Really? Like, way, yeah. way taller. Wow. Yeah, I don't think he's like 6'5 wow. or anything, but I wouldn't be surprised if he's 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, I want to see his build height and... Well, well, his build height is 6'2", it says here. But, um, <laughs> I but, don't I believe that. Right. So, But you know what? Uh, that's weird. If Say, all he needs to do, basically, is put on some muscle and he could potentially be something. All he needs to do is put on some. It ain't that easy. <laughs> I, mean, I know it's not that easy, but if I were him, I'd be concentrating on, you know, on bulking up. No doubt about it. I don't. But know. I'm surprised I, I, by his height. I think I'm like one of the few people who doesn't like Grayson Waller. I don't find him. I know you've always interesting. That. I just think you've he's annoying. Uh, he, to me, the Grayson Waller effect is tune out. <laughs> well, you know what's funny? You know, during his indie run, uh, he wasn't really that well known, dude. Like. I didn't hear shit about him. Rhea Ripley, I knew of long before WWE, right? Like she was already like making like a you know shaking the independent scene in Australia, like before she got to WWE. Whereas Grayson Waller, I had no fucking idea who the fuck he was up until NXT. I even knew who Duke Hudson was. I knew who fucking um, Jonah, fucking Jonah Rock. What's his name again now in WWE? Jonah Bronson Reed. Bronson Reed. Reed. That's it. Right, I've I've seen Jonah plenty of times on the indies here. Even Emma like made a name down here, but fucking Grayson Waller, yeah, literally... the Australian Bret Hart. Emma. No, I, I hate how you say that. She's so bad right now. But Grayson Waller, I'd never heard a thing about him, man. So I find that interesting how they recruited him, and I know he was on the indies after I looked him no, up. They recruited but like, him off a reality TV show. What was he on? Um, he was, uh, he was on a reality TV show in Australia, like so, like was? a Bachelor kind of show, or like a oh yes, The Bachelor. That's a good show, actually. Uh, but in Australia, and and right. they, and and I guess he said he was an indie wrestler, and they looked at him, and they then they recruited him, you know, as part of their NIL program or whatever, you know. And, and that's uh, weird, man. Yeah, 
that Roxanne Perez, the, the Indy Hartwell may reference that she's going to get the first title shot. That, although Zoe Stark got too. the first title shot, but yeah. so you know, I don't know. Maybe they're putting a pause on call ups. I mean, it seems, which by the way is wise because they they don't know what to do with a lot of the people they have on the main roster now. And unless they're going to do a whole bunch of releases, I don't see the need to restock at at the moment. But the problem is NXT keeps bringing new people in. They're bringing in Danny Palmer overloaded, and a guy named Jeff. Hank Stebler or something and a guy named like uh, something Abu Femi. Um, Who the fuck is Abu Femi? I don't know. He's, but they say he's 6'4", 3'10". Uh, okay. I don't know who any of these guys. I don't know what their indie name was. I know who Danny Palmer is because she was in the Battle Royal. I'm like, who is that? She looks right. like she looks like Lyra Valkyria or Valkyria. Um, oh, Valkyria, you mean? Valkyria, right. Right. Um, Weird name, but still. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they had that woman, Stevie Turner, who was like the social Stevie media Turner, like, woman. podcaster. She okay. had like three vignettes, and then she got hurt on one of the uh, house shows. Yeah. Well, well. They just, they just brought, uh, you know, uh, Dragunov came back. One of the Coffee Brothers came back. And Noam Dar came back. So What? They're like, yeah. They're I like, hate Noam Dar, dude. They're like, they're like, fucking, how's he still fucking part of WWE? I didn't even know Tyler Breeze was still part of WWE, dude. Well, he's a producer. Oh, because I thought he got fired. I could have sworn he got released. He did. He got released the same right, time yeah. Rizango did, but he are fine. Yeah, not Breeze. Hey guys, I'm, I'm home. I'm going to log off side. here and I'm going to come back in a bit. Cool. All right, cool. Well, we haven't even started talking about Raw yet. Well, anyway. Um, I think we should though, Jeff, because we've done an hour of absolutely talking news. So, uh, and we've got Dynamite to watch shortly, as That's a matter true. of fact. All right. Well, we'll start off with Raw, but I, I'm telling you all that there was 180 minutes and only the last eight of them mattered. Yeah, to be honest, I, I'll be straight up. I don't think it's even worth talking about Raw the way we usually do just for tonight. Agreed. Because it was that much of a mess. We'll talk about what mattered, obviously. But it was just all over the place, and it's sad because Jeff. The thing is, this is the show that I really look forward to. Other than the Manias and the Rumbles, the Summer Slams, mm-hmm. you know, the Big Four. Yeah. This is the they, show they, I look forward to every they year. Squandered the curiosity of the world with the sale news and the Raw after WrestleMania. They squandered the two and a half million people that they watched the show with utter garbage until the end. How do they do that, man? I don't understand. Like. Well, the popular answer right now is Vince. Mac. Vince was right. panicking. He didn't like what he said. He was changing things. And you know, Vince, he always thinks he's going to come up with something brilliant, but usually he doesn't. And he didn't. So, <laughs> Not only didn't, now we've got uh, we've got a real cluster situation. This goes actually... And a lot of it felt like just schlock, and apparently it was just schlock because it was just schlock. It was like, Lashley, why don't, why don't you tear into our league and, and embarrass him? Again, how many times has he already done this shit? About, right. Almost. Go, go squash this guy. Um, it's like a whole reset, legitly, like a full fucking reset. And I know people out there are saying, you know, Cody's going through what his dad went through, right? Yeah. Which is true, that, you know, with the horsemen at the time. That's exactly what was happening. But yeah. something tells me WWE, maybe Triple H was going that way originally. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe Vince was the one that actually pulled the fucking... Uh, you know the cord back out of out of the Look, socket. I, when it comes I have to- no problem with it. You know, whoever made that. I have no problem about that decision. I picked Cody to win. I thought that there's never going to be a so bigger phase so for him, right. and this is that's going to be one of your feel good moments, and you leave him with feel good moment. But it left everyone feeling deflated, you know. And and that as long as they're angry, deflated, then it worked, and they were. So 
I, I don't have any issue with that. If the, you know whoever made that decision, but yeah. apparently that decision was made months ago. But oh, so really? Yeah, let, let's let's start. I mean, Raw basically started with Ro- Roman and Paul in the ring with Solo, and Cody came out, and they 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 basically cut very simple promos on each other. Cody wanted a rematch. Paul Heyman said, no, you're not getting one at Puerto Rico. You're not getting one tonight. You're not getting one at SummerSlam. You're not getting one at Money in the Bank. You're not getting one at Survivor Series. He did a whole list of things. And Cody's like, I don't care. I want a match tonight. So they pow out a little bit. I don't care. And Heyman said, okay, Cody, you'll get a match tonight, a tag team match with Roman and Solo here on two conditions. We have to approve your – if you lose, you get no rematch ever, something like that. And two, it's got to be someone who competed this weekend at WrestleMania. And it's like – and no one will come out to help you because if, if you lose, he, that person can't get a tag team – can't get a title shot against Roman Reigns either. And you'll see how alone you are that nobody will, will give up a, a chance at a title shot because Roman's never losing this belt. Cue Brock Lesnar's music. They remind us that after SummerSlam, that that loss meant that Brock Lesnar could never challenge Roman Reigns right. for the title before. Which, which by the way, I I didn't mind that. I I didn't remember that, so I'm glad they reminded me of that. Uh, and, I actually did, right? Yeah. And then it it made sense why Brock had to beat almost right. So so that was clever. And I'm like, oh cool. All right. Well, you know, Brock looked gigantic next to cody and then and, and <laughs> that was a cool moment and then the show progressed to regress so what, what, <laughs> nice progress yeah. to regress it's right. true instead of roy's war progress to regress right so next <laughs> what, what do we have after that after that first segment that the initial segment well after mm. that <coughs> excuse me you should have uh, muted my mic we had elias versus omos like you said squash and um Squash, right? Oh, so, almost squashed Elias. In case you guys were wondering, yes. Omos and boobs didn't Elias. come out with Elias. Nothing. No, they, 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 just forget that. That's that. The men I, in black were in the house. I mean, ching, yeah. and <laughs> I don't even think Elias got his music. I don't think he did. I think he was already in the ring. As a matter of fact, I don't think. I think he walked to the ring. I mean, they no gave music? almost the giant. You know, the the entrance. It was a commercial. Uh, then ninety two WrestleMania recaps, and then I just saw Elias walking down the ramp. No music. Um, is there any? Um, should I be talking about how Jimmy knocks on Roman Reigns' locker room? Sure, yeah, I might as well, right? Well, Paul Heyman does answer the door and he's greeting them uh, elusively, though, and also saying as the greatest tag team of all time, they they want to see Roman, but Paul says he just stepped out to have a chat with Solo Sokoa ahead of their match, and Reigns wanted them to know that their contributions. Are appreciated the jet is fired up and as soon as they mop the floor with brock and cody they'll be on with it and and with them to fly off to the right. usual festivities Take wherever the rest that is of the night off there's there's right. lots of seafood there what what is with this guy always putting seafood on on the plane i i, I, I have no idea it's a samoan thing i guess i guess i mean they are you know you know fish uh, people, if you know what I mean, they live on islands. So, uh, yeah, I guess you're saying they're, they're from Atlantis. <laughs> Maybe not Atlantis, but you know, Minoans, okay. Minoans, Maybe Lemuria. Anyway, let's not go there because my Samoan friends will slap me, and I don't need to you slap. You don't have any friends. 
Uh, no, of course not. I have I have no friends. As a matter yeah, of fact, we already I'm, know the wing wants to kill you. And yeah, well, <laughs> and that's your he best friend. He was no. <laughs> I'm going to send you those things if, in case you don't believe me. It's legit. <laughs> Indeed. Anyway, um, they leave and Heyman walks back in, barely heard saying he took care of it to someone inside. I assume that is probably Roman Reigns anyway. I would think so, yeah. Right. As we get a recap of this Hall of Fame, blah, blah, blah. Who cares? But Kathy, uh, Kathy Kelly also interviews Bad Bunny at ringside and he talks about how excited he is to host Backlash in his home of Puerto Rico. Right. Cool. So what happened next there? Is this is this when uh, Dominic <laughs> no and, and Damian Priest came out? As a matter of fact, it's Rey Mysterio making his entrance and gets on the mic. He talks about how special the Hall of Fame is and thanks everyone for their support. He calls Bad Bunny out for his own special thanks. And guess who comes into the, his house? It is Austin Theory. He says he and Rey were the only ones who did exactly what they said they were going to do at WrestleMania, and he beat the greatest of all time in John Cena. The difference here, though, is Mysterio is too busy trying to correct the past, and he's on top of the world, and he can't be touched like a Teflon. You know what I mean? Is that a little dig at Cena, maybe? Anyway, he tells Ray he's just like Big John, and he's going to beat his ass too, and add to the collection. As Mysterio says, the only thing he'll be collecting <laughs> is his teeth after he hits the 619. And then we that goes on to the matchup. But I want to say this. Uh, is Theory the new legend killer, Jeff? Is that what's happening? It seems like it's built into that, yeah, a little bit. Does that mean we're going to have Auden eventually being the final legend, if you know what I mean? I'm, I'm 100% down with that. I'm Especially with if that Theory too. kills Riddle to, get to, to make that happen. Oh, that'd be great. But I mean, in a bloody pulp, like, you know what I'm saying? Or like, as much as dramatic. they can do up PG-13. Whatever. I mean, you know what I mean. But they should. It should be dramatic anyway. If Randy Orton even still cares about Riddle at this point. But anyway, we move on to the matchup though. It is Austin Theory versus Rey Mysterio. And Theory does win by pinfall via the A-Town down. Well, he won because uh, Dominic and or Priest well, yes, grabbed but... Rey's legs on the other side, which set that up seems the... seems to happen a lot. Yeah, right, exactly. So, you know, Theory didn't win Queen, and, and that set up uh, Dominic uh, confronting Bad Bunny and basically, you know, saying, what are you looking at? What, you know, what, you know, why are you getting my business? And Bad Bunny's basically like, hey, I don't want to be involved. Tranquilo, you know, it's your pop. Tranquilo. So, or I'm not part of it. And right. Dominic was going to hit him, but, but Bad Bunny blocked it and laid him out, and Dominic did the same, made the same expression, and you know, hands in front of him, just like when Ray hit him the first time. Right, right. And then uh, Bad Bunny climbed over the the railing or the guardrails, and Dominic got up again, and 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 it looked like he was going to make a move on him. Damian Priest came around the back, um, so uh, Bad Bunny turned to face Damian Priest, but he felt Dominic coming in, hit him with a left, and knocked him out yeah. again. And Dominic did the same thing, and then Damian Priest, you know, uh, beat up Bad Bunny a little bit, and and and. Put him through a, a table. He put him through the commentary table, and people. They, they, then they reported that he had a separated shoulder, which I'm sure is a lie. So, <laughs> um, ridiculous. Right, but people all over were saying that looked bad. That looked hard. It looks like he's injured. If Bat Bunny was injured, we hear about it. Uh, yeah, and then that was reported. A lot of people in the YWC, IWC, whatever, 
All reporting that shit. Uh, whatever, man. You're getting fucking kayfabe. All right. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's just throwing people. would report it, you know, if, if he exactly. was actually hurt. Come on, so. man. I love it. They say these type of... Look, a lot of the fans, unfortunately, or fortunately, whatever... You know, they say they, they they scream about kayfabe, yet they keep getting kayfabed every fucking time. I mean... Right, exactly right. <laughs> you can't have it both ways, guys and girls. Come on. Anyway, um, so I guess we're going to get uh, Alistair, uh, Alistair Black, I was going to say. I'm talking about Damien Priest versus Bad Bunny or something along those lines in Puerto Rico at Backlash, right? Yeah, I mean, it's either going to be Ray and Bad Bunny against Dominic and, and that. Priest. Oh, or, no, 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 definitely. It'll be the tag match, actually, 100%. Or it'll be Santos and and Bad Bunny, uh, you know, against Priest and Dominic. Um, but, what, uh, but he's Mexican, though, man. I know Ray's Remember? Mexican. I know, but the difference between Santos and uh, Rey Mysterio is that Ray is appreciated in all of the Latino community as a whole, if you know what it's I mean. It's true, but I, I think that they're trying to get this thing away from Dominic and also Santos. You know, he probably didn't get the full WrestleMania payday, so right. maybe they want to give him a, you know, a nice payday for this. I mean, him and Legato have been really just doing supporting role stuff. For Literally supporting oh. roles. And people think, come on, is there any sign of the Latino world order now as, as being yeah, a thing? You weren't wearing the shirts. I, don't I know. knew it straight away. And this is what I was saying to you, Media M5. I was trying to point out, yeah, we saw the shirts on SmackDown, but I was like, I, that doesn't tell me anything, though. Yeah, they, they should have run, run out in those shirts. They should have run, run out wearing them. I, I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, so what was next? What, what what's next? Well, there? next we uh, get uh, a thing with uh, well, you just mentioned what happened post match, but uh, afterwards we see we get a recap of Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn winning the tag titles. But as we come back from commercial, we see uh, Adam Pearce berating Damian Priest for attacking Bad Bunny. Priest though defends himself by saying he didn't like the guy. Adam would really have a reason to be angry. Uh, then we see Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn making their entrance as WWE Undisputed Tag Team Champions of the World. Well, he did crowd... point out that, that uh, Bad Bunny hit Dominic first. That's true. That's true. Absolutely. That's Are you going to suspend him too? You yeah. just suspend Bad Bunny. He was in the audience. <laughs> well, who do you think, ba- you know, it would be Bad Bunny out of studio, 100%. Anyway, the crowd chants, you deserve it. And Kev says, they do deserve it. <laughs> but so do the fans. And then Sammy says it's been a long year for him from Johnny Knoxville at WrestleMania last year to main eventing this year. And he hasn't had a chance to say it and he knows it's corny. So he's going to say it once and move on. None of this would be possible if it wasn't for us as in the fans. And anyway, uh, <laughs> he goes enough mushy stuff. He knows LA likes to, to celebrate. Owens then says that sounds pretty good, but hopefully they have some kind of celebration in mind. I wonder what that is, Jeff. KO wants a good fight. And there's got to be lots of people in the locker room who want to make a name for themselves against the tag champs. So if you want some, they're right here. Not come get some. Enter well, the street. Not. The street profits wanted the smoke. And yep. I'm just going to skip through it. They lost. They, it. They, 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 they lost, lost green to KO and Sammy. And you want to know I'm rushing through this? Because we missed the actual beginning of the show when Triple H came out. Oh, yes. Triple, Triple H You're came right. out. And he, he entered and you know to a rousing crowd and he to apparently good boys. Yeah, he did sort of <laughs> like a pep talk to everyone saying, We know that the you know, WrestleMania was great. We had 
162,000 people and, you know, did the best business for the, the WWE universe. And I know that there's a lot of people talking about a lot of things and there's been a lot of news, but I'm here to assure you, nothing's going to change. There's no difference. <laughs> and, right. And as soon as he says that, everything changed. It, it, so, so it would seem. Uh, you know, and he and uh, but but he did get in then now forever. Believable, man. So, Believable. So, so there was that. So yeah. So back to the Endeavor. street profits losing. So sorry. Yeah. So the street profits were <laughs> losers, thanks to a halluva kick from Sami Zayn. Um, I, what's going on with the street profits though? Before we skim this, like I, I don't on. know. I mean, again, there's only four things that mattered on Raw, the night, and this is not one of them. I mean, okay, fair. I, enough. I don't That's know why point. you send this. If you want to have a loser team go out there, make it Dolphin Ali. I, I mean, or make it a why we in a mania and then put this match after that? Yeah, right. I, no, I, I mean, again, this match was weird. Everything was weird on this show. Well, this 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 did feel like Vince because the street profits lost Absolutely. every big match under uh, under Vince. Um, and, Vince wants that smoke, man. And, and, and why did they win the, the showcase, you know, four-way at, at WrestleMania? I mean, if anything... That's what I'm saying. What for? It, it, it should have been. We already know our opponents because they won the showcase four-way match. So there's only one team here that deserves it as far as we're concerned. I mean, yeah. at least sell it like that. Nope, that, not even mentioned. So, yeah. It gives so a this was just... They're like, who's here? Street Profits? Okay. Suit up. You're losing. <laughs> Give us 10 minutes. Yeah, give us ten minutes exactly. It is what it is. Speaking of losers, though, uh, we do look. Oh, actually, before I don't want to say Bobby Lashley's the loser because he's not. He does have an interview backstage. No, he is he, a little bit in the mud. Okay, that's true. Fair enough, especially after Mania, and I blame Bray Wyatt for that. But anyway, I, he I says blame Bray Wyatt, Bray Wyatt as well. <laughs> Bray, Bray Wyatt. I, I have turned heel on Bray Wyatt. Yeah, fuck him. So have I, man. And I was a fan of his too. Maybe not as big as you. But this is disappointing, man. Yeah. But if he knew Vince was coming back, then maybe I can understand why. I still or, can't. First of all, he didn't know. Nobody would know. I mean, everybody thinks that this was a scheme all along. No, I mean, have you ever followed the, the, the Murdoch family, like Rupert Murdoch and his kids? Have you watched don't even get me started family? about those guys. I mean, I mean, this is. Rupert. have you ever read a fairy tale? Like any any Grimm's tale? I mean, these. Are, have you ever studied history? This was a palace coup, and it oh, succeeded absolutely. for a second, and then it failed, like like many palace coups do. When you don't kill the, the person you need to kill, or the heir, and and they, they and they and they didn't kill anyone, uh, you know, <laughs> no one. Remember the quote I said on every show. I said, "There's no such thing as a bloodless coup," and right. first blood was Stephanie. Yeah, um, absolutely, and you know, and and it's and it's it's not going to be the the last blood. Now then, it looked like it was going to be Vince, but they didn't kill him. Because you can't kill the guy who owns eighty four percent of the share. Yeah, just it is what it is. You and just can't. Apparently, right. they never made him sign a separation agreement. They got him to agree to pay back the seventy and a half million dollars. You know, and he kept to that agreement. You know, despite you know taking over the board, as is his hostile right. takeover, mind you. Right. Yeah. Well, basically, just asserting his rights, just saying. I, I'm the guy I voted myself in and changing the bylaws, which the board then, you, like all these other people who were voted him out before, the ones that so, remained, they voted with they got him. got thrown out. Yeah, right. but they also got thrown out too. And he brought the people that got right. thrown out straight back in. But not everyone. He, there were some new, he brought some new people in. A couple of people oh, well, like out, George but, Barrios, for example. Well, but also like Triple H. And Nick Khan, well, who yeah, voted against true. him before, now they voted for. It's just like Game of Thrones. New King comes on the small council. Aye, aye, sir. Before that, when there was a different head of the, the small council, 
off with his head. <laughs> no, absolutely. Sir Jam brings up something interesting. Uh, he says, if Vinny stays at creative, this might be the end of WB for me. This show was mid at best. Absolutely. And just quietly, Sir, Sir Jam. Jam is one big motherfucker. I'm just telling you. He, okay. can, well, he well, makes Seamus look tiny. I'm not kidding. Well, Sir Jam, for you to call this show mid is a way stretch of compliment. This show True. was terrible with like maybe like 10 minutes of okayness and this last seven minutes was good 17 minutes of a three-hour show being okay to good is is nowhere near mid that is way that's sub 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 mid this 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 show would have been sub, an sub, f sub mid for, for except for the last segment the last segment got it up to i'll give it a d plus just because it was so impactful yeah it's true well, I'm not going to put you through the paces of what we were just talking about, Chris, so we might as well just move on. <coughs> Excuse me. We, um, we, we do... We're probably through the first hour and two-thirds of Raw. Um, In about 10 minutes. Easy. <laughs> we did it pretty quick. It's a, the show was Yeah, terrible. it was pretty easy to get through. I mean... Right, and that's I mean, right. That's like, true. what are you going to review? Like, like what, what was there to cover? Triple H acting well, like saying, an spouse right. when the cops show up? Literally. Oh, no, we're fine. Everything's <laughs> fine. We're, everything's great here. No, there's no problems, officer. That's that's Triple H to start Raw mm-hmm. last night. Congratulations. Exactly. Yeah. yeah and nice. that was, and, and we actually forgot about that, so we just we brought that up in the middle. We just, yeah, we, I know. Literally, we forgot about that. And it started off, you know, nothing's going to change. Yeah. Uh, and everything uh, changed. Uh, as soon probably as one of the only things that was discussion worth. Anyway, we, we did discuss it since. So, yeah. Anyway, I mean, yeah, this is just a mess. So, James, says, thanks for putting me over, Jimmy. Anytime, bro. You're you're one big dude. I'll, I'll say that. <laughs> he's huge. I'm telling you, he makes oh, Jimmy. Right, Jimmy, you're not. He's not gonna fuck you. I, I, I don't want that. I'm Greek, but not that Greek, Jeff. Stop it. Stop mm-hmm. it. All right. For crying out loud. Anyway, Chris Williams says, do you think that every talent would be treated like UFC employees? Uh, a la health benefits and sponsoring gear outside revenue. No chance. First of all, I'll tell you why. UFC fighters are also contra- independent contractors, right? And that shit hasn't changed. So why would it even change with the WB guys? Yeah. So no, they're not going to get no, no health care or any of that shit. Right. No These chance. are two companies who have similar business. They absolutely, this, this is not about helping labor. I mean, the, the, don't, don't think this is, I mean, one of the first things you do when there's, when there's, uh, a merger when you put two companies together is you get rid of the redundancies right exactly so yeah nothing will change in that in that there, there's going to be man. layoffs from both of these companies i think some Pro- big probably ones too. probably all said and told several hundred well they're due they're long overdue and and let's be honest jeff like you just I'm talking said about staff. i'm talking about people you've never heard of. i'm talking about oh, they only well, need one it department now they only well need now one relations they only need well, one uh you know uh you know commercial sales team i mean and it's going to be dribbles they only need one secretarial pool but, you know? well chris i'm going to ask you this actually right do you think a ufc wb i mean look they're going to become one company right as we know but do you think it can work in the long run man well why wouldn't it be able to work it's they're they're, they're living under one corporate umbrella it doesn't mean that they have to run everything exactly the same way as one another and i think that you know if you own the WWE and you own the UFC, you need to be smart enough to recognize that these are not the same fucking thing. Um, one of these I don't is a know. show I think that they needs think, to be written right. and played, and no, so, like it, it, you need to you, you need to have writers, them, you need to have right basically actors 
Well, because you can make a shit ton of fucking money. Like, is why you know, would combine them. That, why does Disney like... own everything? Because they know they can make money off of it. No, I understand that, but they're specifically making a whole new company for these two. They're making like one. They're they're right. making one publicly traded company, exactly, which will have two entities. But so does, I mean, just to look at uh, Discovery Warner Brothers. There is a president of TNT, and there is a president of TBS. And well, yeah, you know, and they don't, they don't. You know, there's there's a president. There's a president of ESPN, and there's a president of and ABC, Disney. and there's a president of Marvel, and there's a president of and it's Disney, Disney Vacations, and there's a president of Disney Cruises. The, Dana White has not been any more restrained or acted any different. No, I mean, I don't no, no, UFC, but I know that, not. But he is still the face and the voice of UFC, and he seems to still do whatever he wants, even when he gets caught slapping his wife. Well, she slapped him first in public. <laughs> you know, nothing. Man, nothing who cares about that? Come on, doesn't just, matter. Was, come on, now that was just publicity for his TV show that he was running. We know, he, <laughs> we, we know, he was getting ready for slap fight. And yeah, 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 exactly what Chris said. But you know, if that was Disney, he would have been gone. I mean, so yeah, so I, I don't think that there's any issue as long as they actually stay within their own company. I mean, the 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 strange part is they made up this title for Vince McMahon called executive chairman, which right. people are putting sort of above Nick Khan and Dana White on the pecking order. But I don't know that that's correct. I don't know what. It, I don't know what executive chairman means. It's not a, it's not a title that's normally in any company. Chairman of the board is a title. I'm sure when there's a new board of this new company, in UFC will get six board members or Endeavor UFC, six board members, WWE will have five. I'm sure Vince McMahon will be one of those five. Oh, absolutely. Um, well, Ari, uh, whatever his last name is, the guy that actually is the chairman of Endeavor. Yeah, but this is—it's oh, not well. going to be Endeavor. They're—they're they're merging UFC. No, I know, I know that, I know that. Publicly uh, traded company. It's a whole. I get that, but, but he said trade. that Vince will still be the boss. Well, yeah, but of of what? I I don't of WWE I don't know. as a whole. Uh, well, if he said that, that's 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 going to be a problem for everybody because then he can do whatever he wants. Have you seen the interview? <laughs> no, well, clearly. Um, have you seen the interview by any chance? Uh, no. With Vince and I, oh, you got to check that out, dude. Have you seen? I've seen snippets that people have been putting on Twitter. I, I don't have time. It only goes fifteen minutes, but it's pretty eye-opening because yeah, no. CNBC. You haven't seen it either. Wow. Well, anyway, basically CNBC. No, like Jeff, I have better things to do with fifteen minutes of my life. <laughs> it's actually quite interesting, guys. Really, if you check it out, it's actually quite eye-opening because but by they the ask way, him. Jay White what? is all elite. Is that the announcement? I don't know if that's the announcement, but Tony Khan tweeted it on his, you know, certified thing. Switchblade at J White NZ is all elite. I mean, I, I don't know if that's a huge announcement or not. I mean, if that's something that Tony Khan dreamed about for years, I mean, he had J White on about four or five times. So, I mean, I guess he got a little. I hope. I'm praying that he's the. You know what? I, I feel like having to put. I want to put Dynamite on in the background right now. Right, because it's mean, starting now, hasn't it? It's eight oh six, so it's been on for five minutes. But oh, well, if that's I the big, if that's a huge there. announcement. That I mean, something that people were expecting. That's why I just want to see 50, 50, one so wrestler what? in a company with nine thousand wrestlers. I, I mean, I, I well, don't... while I get the remote control, keep going with what you're talking about. Because uh, well, where where were we? Uh, we're talking about Bobby Lashley and Ali. 
Bobby Lashley was looking for someone to, to, to fight and he was very frustrated and there didn't seem to be anyone and Ali uh, creeped up on him. He sidled over and he said, Bobby, all you have to do is think more positive Ali. And, and Bobby's like, oh, so you're saying if I want a match, I should make one happen. Yeah, Bobby, that's what you should do. Be positive Ali. And Bobby's like, oh, so like if I wanted to bring you in the match and beat the tar out of you, that that would be me making things happen. And he's like, wait, wait, that's not what you mean, Bobby. And Bobby said, yes, it is. And they pulled him by the scruff of his neck and beat him up and threw him down the into the go position and threw him down the ramp and took him, took him into the ring and tore him apart and beat him up in about two seconds. So that, that is my in-depth coverage of Lashley's segment. At least he made his way onto TV, which is better than what happened at WrestleMania. Oh, that's what he was mad about. He didn't have a WrestleMania match. Um so there. Right. And I have heard now, I mean, this is just, I mean, it's internet chatter. So who the hell knows what's right. But I have heard that there was something planned for Lashley and LA Knight to have a match at Mania, um, but that it was scrapped kind of last second um, because, of course, we needed, you know, another 16 recaps of what happened five minutes before. Yeah. No, I, I couldn't agree more. This is, yeah, this is. Yeah, that's this whole show. So Jimmy left. So I don't know what the next segment was after this. I know that there was some stuff with uh, the damage control came out without Bailey. We did mention earlier in the show how the Bailey got cut and the rumors, which seem to be confirmed by every echo of the corner, is that she basically left. She, she, you know, if you want to be a company person, she took her ball and, and walked. Uh, if you if you want to be a labor person, she knows her worth and she didn't like the shit that she was going to be given. Uh, I assumed that she was going to lose, but I mean, everything felt weird. Like there was a promo with um, Becky Lynch and Lita, the, the tag team champions, and Trish. They barely talked about the tag team championships until the end. They said, let's go raise the prestige of these tag team titles. But they didn't. I don't even think they had a, a, a formal match. Um, then we got damage control in a match with. I think it was Liv and Raquel Rodriguez who are on SmackDown. Um, I really need Jimmy to, to confirm this stuff because I don't want to be talking shit because, I mean, I've mostly erased the show from my brain. Yeah, I know. This show sucked. But, yes, it was down to control. I, sorry. I wanted to I'll ask a question it. a little bit about Bailey. Um, are the are the people who work for the WWE and, like, wrestlers in general nowadays, are, are some of them such gigantic marks that they don't understand the value of even just losing at WrestleMania. Like I saw this this whole Twitter thing where uh, Mercedes Monet tweeted out, you know, Oscar's Monet. now zero and five at WrestleMania. Maybe she should come back to Japan to renew her career. What the fuck are oh, you talking about? Off. Renew her career? She's proved over the last six or seven years in North America, by the way, that she's basically one of the best female wrestlers in the world. She's 0-5 at WrestleMania. She's a multiple-time champion. She's proved, she's basically had a Hall of Fame career just in what she's done. Not only has she built herself a Hall of Fame career, she's also been a great foil for a number of people who she's helped build over the last five WrestleManias. What the fuck is wrong with people? They don't understand that even that lose like you can lose every fucking time at WrestleMania and you can still have a Hall of Fame fucking career. What is wrong with these people? She's also forty. I mean, forty-two. As a matter of fact, she's 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 had she's had a really good career in in WWE. She's made a lot of money. Um, yeah, 
yeah, I picked her to beat Bianca. Clearly, I was wrong. But did, did, am I upset about it? No. I mean, you know, I, you know, maybe I in did Japan, it just quietly. What's that? I no, nobody, almost nobody did. I mean, I, I, know, did, yeah. I was I was mostly alone. I wanted to go for Asuka, but and I just she's had a awesome. Like right. she's one awesome. way or the other, she's like, and she's proven that she's fucking awesome, dude. Like nobody, I've I, I have literally not watched like. You know, there are there are obviously always sections in wrestling where like somebody walks in and you're watching wrestling and you're just instantly embarrassed because it's garbage. Literally every single time I've been watching wrestling and somebody comes in when it's an Oscar segment, every time the person who walks in goes, "Oh, who's she?" and not, "Oh, who's that?" This is silly. They're like, "Oh, that's interesting. I like that. That's cool, right?" Um. So this whole fucking like and, and that's what like maybe I'm wrong. This could be completely incorrect, but it seems like that's Bailey's problem too. It's it's oh like I had to lay down again at WrestleMania and last year I had to too and I cried and then I was still <laughs> sad this year and I had to lose and it's like dude like uh. perspective fuck. Well, I don't know if there's anything to do with her losing the WrestleMania. It might have been that she was told if she loses at WrestleMania, her fortunes will change afterwards. But either way, I mean, the thing is, she I think she thinks she can follow the blueprint of Sasha Banks. But the blueprint of Sasha Banks is a great... First of all, I, I don't think that the, the Japanese companies are going to pay someone high six figures or or a million dollars for six months again. Um, because her contract with New Japan is already over. Now she's wrestling for sm smaller companies in Japan. Um, she also she's has Mandalorian... She's still the IWGP Women's Champion, though, right? But that's not New Japan. I mean, it's the same yes, parent it company. It was IWGP. It's not. It's not a New Japan title. It, it's it's defended it's not... generally in New Japan, but there is a but there is an overarching company that covers a number of other. No, companies. I know the IWGP. It's like the, it's like the, a, the IWGP is basically is like the governing the NWA. body. It's right. basically the NWA, right? So you can go to you can go to Puerto Rico well, more for like FIFA. Wrestle. It's better to say FIFA in a way. Sure, but you can go to Puerto Rico and defend the the NWA championship at somewhere else, and then you can come back to WCCW or whatever and defend it again there. Like it's the same kind of thing. The IWGP title can be defended in multiple. It's the places. governing body basically of New Japan Pro Wrestling, but it's kayfabe. Like, you know I, what I mean? There's no real governing body. All I know is that it, it the, the the card that she's on is is a triple threat, and since she's a free agent, I assume she's losing the belt, and it's probably a triple threat to protect her. But I mean, I don't know what her plans are afterwards, and I'm just saying that that Sasha may not be a better wrestler than Bailey. Maybe she is. I'm sure reasonable minds can differ, but she's not a bigger star than 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 Sasha was. Sasha's a bigger star than than Bailey, and I don't think that. That any Japanese company is going to make that same mistake again, spending so much money, which gave them almost no return, practically no return. I mean, if they got it any return buzz, from it, but that's about it. They might have made fifty thousand dollars on their one million dollar investment. I mean, so they lost nine hundred fifty thousand uh, dollars, probably plus more because they probably paid for a transportation and lodging. She probably got one of those contracts as well. Um, anyway, I, I you know. So what's the option? Then Bailey goes to AEW and and what's good? She joins the Outcasts or somehow the Counter Outcasts, even though she's associated with with WWE. I mean, you know, and nothing's going to change the fact unless they get an all women's show 
nothing's going to change the fact that AEW has two women's matches a week and maybe four women's segments, including promos. And usually two of those involve Britt Britt Baker and her crowd, even though Britt Baker is injured. And at least one of them, if not two, are going to be Jade and the baddies. Fuck that shit. Um, First of all, I just want to say, guys, uh, did you guys check out the start of Dynamite at all? No, I'm here working. Can't just say this. I know. I just want to say one thing. Um, you're right about Jay White, but it starts off with, uh, yeah, he straight away comes in. And him and Juice Robinson absolutely kicked the fuck out of uh, Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks was just coming out, then they jumped him. I told you it was going to be Ricky Starks in some group against the Bullet Club. I'm still but I will say this, Jay White looks fucking good body-wise right now, dude. I mean, shit. I He's was not like, going to fuck you either. Super Jam 34, oh, Sir Jam 34, and, and, and Jay White are not fucking you tonight. You're not going to you're not getting double Get team. fucked, Jeff. Well, hopefully Lassa Cuddy don't fuck you tonight, all right? <laughs> anyway, how long before, speaking of Sir Jam, how long before Mercedes and Brady joined the outcome? Well, yeah, we're just saying that. That's Any day now. Any day now. I, exactly. I think I think Mercedes is going to lose that title. What? When's her match? Is it tomorrow? Or is it this weekend? You said it. I think it's this weekend. You said. I know she got to Japan yesterday. Oh well, it'll be on the weekend. It can't be tomorrow. Okay, that's so, too soon. It's so too probably far by Saturday night. Right. Um, I forgot to mention also that Chris Willen also asked about sponsored ring gear, outside revenue. I just want to say first of all, WWE did own or I assume still owns Tap Out. And um, and they, everyone was wearing tap out at one stage. And if you weren't wearing tap out, you had to wear a suit. I don't know if that is still a thing. It doesn't look like it is. I don't think so. Right. Uh, I don't no, know why. Signed, no, the, the UFC signed a... a um, I'm talking about WWE an, here, not UFC. They're with Venom UFC. I know that. Yeah, UFC signed an exclusive deal. But I, I mean, yeah. I, I, don't, I think people are, are overthinking this. Like, they're yeah, really... They're, Nothing's going to change between both companies, all right? At, at the end of the day, it's still going to be what it is. Right, very I mean, little. WWE has been looking for more and more sponsorships. They, they made... And which they've 20, gotten, Jeff. They made Look at fucking WrestleMania. Million. Last year in WrestleMania, they made $10 million in sponsorships. This year, they made $20 million in sponsorships. They made $21.6 million at Gate at WrestleMania. And all of the... The food was all gone before the, the card was over. Um, Puerto Rico is paying them $1.5 million and some tourism board or the local city is paying them another 300000 plus whatever sponsors. So do I think it's it's above them to get a sponsorship? But I don't think that has anything to do with Endeavor or UFC. It just may make it easier. It may be, hey, we already have a relationship with Venom. Let's let's do it. And Venom says, yeah, let's do it. We'll, we'll just, you know, we'll give you double the money or, or, or we'll give you... 46% or 49% of the money because they've already decided that WWE is worth 49% of in, of UFC. So, um, yeah. you know, let's, let's do it. Or maybe they'll work out a deal where they pay a little bit less to UFC and a little bit less to WWE uh, because they're, but, 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 they're, but you know, Endeavor's still getting 85% more than they were before. They're just not, it's just not 200%. Now it'll be, you know, 185% or 180%. And they're getting that much more money, so who knows? I, I don't know. Um, do I think it's gonna be like NASCAR where you're gonna start seeing companies' patches all over? Radio? Maybe <laughs> one day, one, yeah. one day, probably. But is it gonna happen overnight? No, and do I think it's because of this? No, I think it was probably gonna happen anyway. 
Um, it all so. depends. I reckon. I think if 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 the the TV contracts, which are really coming up very shortly, they don't get the money that they were hoping for. Don't be surprised if that starts happening a lot more faster than you think, Jeff. Um, I wouldn't be surprised at all. But if they don't get the TV, I mean, they have to stay on TV to be useful for the the sponsors. Um, there was one other thing. Oh my God, it's, it slipped my mind. They they were talking about something that they were going to do together. It'll come back to me. Oh, okay, interesting. Anyway, Chris, any final thoughts about oh, that before we? I'm move sorry. Oh, they were talking yes. about some sort of uniform streaming service. Oh um, yeah, I did hear about that. Which right. might replace the WWE Network and the UFC thing, which would be interesting, and it might be strange because of Peacock. But I don't know if that's just a ploy to get Comcast Universal to put more money into it, or. It's something that they seriously think that they can onboard in-house and between the two, they can finally make this network work. I mean, the WWE network still exists everywhere outside of North America. I mean, so they and do. And Australia, too. Yeah. Australia I mean, they, doesn't have the WWE network anymore either. Well, I mean, the, the, in certain places, like also in Europe, if you have Sky, you get it like Comcast. Uh, oh, so they've got, they've got that deal like here in Australia where I've got it on my cable provider, too? I don't know. Sky, Comcast owns Sky in Europe, so it's the same deal as me. I don't know if it's the same deal. No, as, Fox. Rupert Murdoch owns our cable provider. No, it's Fox. different. You, you're, you're, you're Fox. You're binge paid separately for it. This, yeah, binge is separate to Fox, but I've got it on my Fox cable provider because that's what okay. it is. It's Fox. But it's right? not. It's not the same thing. as was your question? No, it's no, not no. Separate, separate, separate. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah, it's an actual channel on cable on Fox. That but WW5—they let go basically everybody who is running the WW network, or like ninety percent of them. I mean, I don't know if they'd have to hire them back, or if UFC already has in-house people and they'll just leverage that and leverage the bandwidth. And you know, again, if 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 you can get the same membership but you have the UFC members as well, and it's all going to one pot, then the thing that never quite broke even be, becomes profitable. Hmm, interesting. Chris, any final thoughts before we get to the last parts of this show? Um, if they do that, it's definitely going to it, – it's, it's something that they're going to have to convince Dana White of. I know that when the WWE Network first launched um, and about maybe two years afterwards, I remember watching an interview with him where somebody asked him about doing something like the WWE Network, and he said, and I quote, Vince McMahon is fucking insane for doing that. I have no idea how they're turning a profit. So we'll see. Well, we will, we will see. And uh, it's interesting. Oh, and the answer to his question is they didn't. <laughs> oh, also, uh, Sir Jam asked earlier about the pay-per-view. What are we going to get with pay-per-view? Are we going to stick to this model possibly? I mean, at the end of the day, man, They've got contracts all over the world with this so-called network and whatnot. They can't just break that. So I don't know, but I think they will go back to a pay-per-view type of sort of form. Problem is you can't go from $10 for like a whole network per se to fucking, uh, to like paying 50, 60 bucks for a pay-per-view again. It just, I don't know how people will pay for that now. Uh, well, it's, it's going to be a tough pill to swallow. I, the answer is I don't know. I I, I I don't know. I'm sure they're gonna look at that. They're maybe they'll try to separate the big four or the big two. Maybe they'll try to do joint pay-per-views where one night it's UFC, the next night it's WWE, or vice versa, and you pay one price and you get them both. 
Maybe they'll uh, just say, nah, wrestling fans, they're, they're, no, they're used yeah, to Yeah, there's not enough. Yeah. Even the even the UF, I think that WWE, I think they had an internal memo that basically suggested that there isn't nearly as much crossover between UFC fans and WWE fans as there was when the UFC first launched. So I don't see that as being uh, something that they're going to try to, that they're going to be trying to do. And also, I, I really, honestly, I think people are really overthinking this. WWE is going to continue to do what is profitable and makes sense for the WWE. Um, if it makes sense for them to go back to a pay-per-view model, then that's what they're going to do. But if it makes more sense for them to sign an exclusive deal with some company, whether it's uh, Peacock or HBO Max or Netflix or whatever, uh, that's what they're going to do then too. Um, and as far as the international deals, they're probably just going to have to work those out individually. You know, we, we we have three different countries here and three different ways that we watch the WWE, right? Right. So I just, I, I think that people are overthinking this whole merger as like, oh, they're going to do things just like, I, you're, you're overthinking it. They don't work the same way and they haven't for a really long time. Yeah. And WWE makes much more money off of Peacock than they, than they ever made on the pay-per-view model. I don't know if that's the same for UFC or, or not. If it is... I would I would say it's more likely the UFC tries to get in on the Comcast Universal thing, and if Comcast Universal really values having that live sports content, they may, they may just give it to them. So um, mm. who knows? But uh, you know, this is this is this is all rank punditry. I mean, it's I, the answer is I don't know. But let's let's keep on with Ross. The answer is always penis. Remember, come on. That's right. It's it's rank <laughs> penis tree. <laughs> For fuck's sake! I just, just want remember to say you're this. listening to the P W C. Exactly, and and our this is a special show devoted to Sir Prickalock, Vince McMahon. <laughs> no, 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 no! You got that wrong. It's Tapatio, Salta Picante. It's Tapatio. No, it's Picante. Actually, it's, it's not Spanish. Ta, it's not Tapatio. It's Tapatio. There's an accent. Oh yeah, the true. I. There is an accent. Tapatio. That's right. And please, Salsa. I've never heard anything about Picante. Picante in my entire life. Uh, yeah, neither have I. But anyway, um, it's funny though. And shout outs to Big Ray Hernandez for that one. But but for me, um, nothing beats this one though, guys. Before we get to the main event, <laughs> God. choking the chicken or what? I mean, yeah, oh, that's so sad. Anyway, but uh, well, it couldn't have happened to a better guy, right? I mean, yeah. Better than an octopus. <laughs> oh, I like octopus, though. I'm not going to lie. You like one thrown at you? No, but I like eating it with a lot of lemon, that is. They throw octopus at the Detroit Red Wings games. I know. <laughs> Do they, really? Mm-hmm. Actual octopuses, though, or is it just Actual toy They're ones? dead, but they're squishy. Dead. Yeah, no, I assume they're... That's fucked. <laughs> why would they do that? Like, really? Why, why do they do that for? You Mostly. wonder why Cthulhu is mad. <laughs> Mostly because hockey is insane. Um, they I know, also you know, throw the rats. Hats for ha- they they rats. throw rats on the ice in Florida because um, in the 1996 playoff run, their captain murdered a rat who was in the locker room oh, by shooting a puck at it. Fuck off, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so they throw rats. It's... <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, that's funny, right? But I remember, I remember that year in the playoffs, 
I remember that year in the playoffs, somebody scored a goal against Patrick Waugh, and Waugh was so pissed off because he literally had to hide under his net while they were throwing all the fucking plastic rats on the ice. Oh, so they were plastic rats? Damn. If they were real rats, that that's almost sickening and funny at the same time. But um, And just quality, you guys aren't missing out on anything on Dynamite, so don't worry about that. I'm anyway, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. well, it's, it's best friends. It. No, I know that, but it's best friends versus House of Black. Yeah, well, the, the sooner we get done with this show, the sooner we can watch it, and then well, the sooner we can do a skirmish. So. Can we call you Rambling Ram- Rabbit from now on, Jeff, for fuck's sake? If it'll make you move faster, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, we spoke sort of about fucking Riddle, but anyway, uh, Riddle yeah. gets on the mic and asks if we missed him, and Miz unloads on him, stomping him hard in the corner. Matt with palm strikes, a kick, ripcord knees, scooping him up, a full forward tombstone pole driver, and the bro Derek, whatever it's fucking called, and that's that. Why? I have no idea. But yes, Riddle is back. Jeff, do you have any idea why that being back like this? It's so underwhelming. This whole show was obviously slapdash and things. I mean, that that's why I believe all the Vin stories, because this, this has to be felt like a show that nothing was planned i mean except for triple h's speech I, I didn't feel like anything was planned except for the beginning segment and the end segment most everything else in the middle just felt weird and and it was like there was a strange part where seth rollins came out everyone's singing this thing goes to commercial we get yeah i'll skip that part because I'll fuck it. Right. before commercial we get recaps of wrestlemania after commercial and and seth rollins just walks out of the ring and 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 walks back nothing happened he doesn't say anything he's just listening to people singing a song apparently someone in production they they people filmed it and it was posted on twitter they whispered in like segment got cut so all no like that no way bro really yeah so you listen i seth whines all the time about being disrespected and some of it i think Ah, jeff (laughs) you know jeff (laughs) but that part with that I agree. I mean, don't send him out to do that and look like a fool. No, that that's that's sad. That's fucking sad. I mean, just because I don't like Seth doesn't mean that WWE doesn't clearly value him. That that was embarrassing. Wow. How 24 hours can fucking change so much. But, Chris, what was happening here, man? Why did Riddle appear like this? Well, I know that uh, mini short Matt here uh, came <laughs> out and... Um, Basically, all I've seen any, anybody talk about on Twitter is what the fuck was he wearing? Um, yeah, that's true, too. And uh, if Dana White has any control oh, or yes. to do with what I happens forgot. with Matt Riddle's career, I fucking he is forgot. in for a world of He's God. This is what's going to happen to Riddle, this. Because Dana White absolutely hates his guts. And you know why he hates it? He hates his personality. It's not that he's he knows he's a great fighter. I've I've seen a lot of interviews where he's like, look, the guy is a great fighter, and he is. He legitimately was a serious up and coming MMA fighter in USA. I knew who Riddle was in MMA. That's how much he was sort of uh, making a name for himself. But man, you just said the most interesting thing, Chris. Could it be possible that Riddle gets released because of Dana White somehow? That would be fucking funny. Well, I I don't know anything, but I just no no like, no no no. But I you know brought that up if a great White has any point, control, right. he's gonna fucking need it. <laughs> yeah, I, no <laughs> no. You, I'm glad you brought that up because I didn't think of that. I forgot about that. Right, and it's so true. And like you said, it's he's not saying that is gonna happen or that he knows anything about it. 
But the fact of the matter is, now that we've got one company, it makes things interesting. I, uh, yeah, I'm intrigued, Chris. I won't lie. I don't know. Does the guy at Taco Bell tell KFC what to put on, the, on their menu? I don't think so. But this is not Taco Bell and KFC separate here, man. I mean, they're not no, separate. No, they're owned anymore. by the same company. Oh, they are? Okay. And, and oftentimes well, they share the same physical facility in, in the United States, sometimes also with A&W food shops. AEW food shops. Yeah, A&W I know who A&W you know, they, they, A&W is. But that's the logo with the circle, company. right? Around it, sort of thing. I, I, yeah, the logo is A&W and circle. But the point is, yeah. you would have one building like a like the size of a regular McDonald's. Yeah, and there's two thing. of them next to each other or in the three. same building. A&W, right, right. Taco Bell, and KFC all in the same building. They and, do that here too. And their menus are, you know, they're they're completely separate. So I'm, I'm just saying, I don't think that the the I don't think that Dana White gets any say in it now. Riddle, I, you know, he had his moments, but he's also fucked up a lot of moments. And he has. He, yeah. he is only interesting when he's was to me. He's was interesting with with uh, Pete Dunne as the bruiser bru, yeah the bruiser weights. The bruiser weights. Very interesting with Randy Orton, but I think Randy was the one who made it interesting. And he was a little bit interesting. I mean, I liked. I really liked his some of his matches with Sheamus and. The match with Timothy Thatcher was really good. But as a character, as a person, I find him dull as paint and freaking annoying. It's like having to... It, like, Spicoli was funny in Fast Times at Ridgemont High once. Oh, so you mean Louis Spicoli. But, like, if I saw Spicoli on a weekly sitcom, I wouldn't find... I mean, in 1978, Lenny and Squiggy going, Hello, hello, that, that was funny. It wasn't 1978 anymore. Um, so... Except it's Randy. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know, but no, I don't think Dana White's going to have any influence on this. But if he's on the cutting board and he says, "Oh, that guy Randy sucks," and someone goes, "You really think so?" Yeah, he sucks. <laughs> or not Randy, uh, Riddle sucks. He's been like, "Yeah, he's he's sort of been on the chopping block." You know what? Uh, uh, you know, you're, you're you know what? You're now the tiebreaker. Thank you for that advice. I needed to hear that. Well, Maybe and, that listen, and listen, like I'm not saying that I think that Dana White's going to have a whole lot of influence over what happens. In the but WWE. I think he can I have, have said, influence. I, I have said that I think that they're just going to be completely different companies. There's no like people are reading way too much into this merger, like way too much into this merger. It's fucking insane to see how much people are reading into this in terms of what the day to day is going to be like. But we have been told that Vince McMahon was basically trying to show off to the guys from Endeavor last night. Right. Um, and don't think that Vince McMahon doesn't know that Dana White hates Matt Riddle. I guarantee you somebody well, they has let him good know friends that. Too, so. Yeah, so I mean, that, that could be something that Vince lets him go just because he knows it's going to look yeah. good for Dana. I, I mean, I'm not saying that's going to happen. That, I'm just saying don't, like... <laughs> but there's a Vince good chance, McMahon I'm telling you. Vince is a vindictive <laughs> motherfucker. Like, Fuck he me. is... And, it, and what's happened tonight is proven. Continue, sorry, please. He is not a good person. He is the kind of person who will absolutely destroy somebody's life on a lark because he's just that guy. I think all three of them are. And I'm including Matt Riddle in that. He's just not powerful enough to do it. But he's destroyed a lot of lives in in his little corner of his world. Uh, Including he's doing a pretty good job on his own. He's kind of a piece of shit, really. Let's be honest. That's what I'm saying. I mean, and I like Riddle, but... It is what it is. Anyway, let's move on to the main events gear, if you want to call it that. Uh, we see, though, before though, before we get to that, actually, uh, we come back from commercials. We see uh, Byron Saxton interviewing Becky Lynch, Lita, and Trish Stratus 
backstage. They talk about how amazing it was and how they're just getting started around here. Oh, no. Becky Lynch says her life has been on repeat dealing with damage control, but now they can raise the prestige of these titles by beating Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez on Raw next week. Damn. Are you guys looking forward to that? Because I'm not. Anyway, yeah. but who cares? No, it makes no sense because Raquel Rodriguez and Liv Morgan lost didn't win. in the right. match. It's bizarre land, Jeff. I thought it would, and we both said it, actually. We were saying that. Ronda Rousey. that's Vince McMahon booking. Somebody loses, right. and then they get a title yeah. shot. I mean, that, that that's, I mean, Triple H wasn't doing stuff that bad. No, 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 no. No fucking way. Actually, I mean, Ali might lose every week, but he wouldn't lose every week to Lashley. I mean, Vince would do that. No, yep. absolutely. As a matter of fact, you know the old saying of uh, you don't realize what you've lost until you've lost it? Don't know well, when you got till it's gone. Yeah, I, well, I yes, saw Cinderella that's, that's, concert that's, three times. Yes. Well, never actually paid that. for them. They were the opening act for those who want to question my sanity. I'm, I'm telling you now, I'm never going to bitch about Vince McMahon ever again. I mean, Vince McMahon, Triple H, sorry. Yeah, damn it. Damn it. God damn it. Uh, so James says, yeah, I know. Riddle looked off. Maybe he was loaded. I'm I sure hope, he I was. Hope he plunk, plunks the test again. Uh, Lita's slow motion resting nowadays. It's shocking, bro. It really she is, was man. Never fucking smooth though. No, nah, but she never. wasn't. I mean, look at the way she runs now, Chris. She trots like little tippy toes. Like fucking what's her fucking name, Mrs. Gargano? About, nobody cares about. She has old lady chicken neck. She has old she, lady well, chicken neck in HDTV. We don't she want to does, see that. Does. And you she want, does. you want, and Trish also fucked up last night. No boobs. Yeah. That's no dollar uh, Trish. Make. Actually, dude, you want to see a fucking damning photo? Look up Charlotte. No, I, I want no, to I'm be not going to show you. Before we get to no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, we're here. We're here now. But I just want to say this. Don't say this. There was, just fucking let me finish, will you, Jeff? Otherwise, we're delaying it. Oh, look who's back. Anyway, there's a photo out there of Lita and, um, what's her name? Fucking hell, Jeff! You throw me off. Nobody you cares. Know, the legs, legs, dude. Stacy Keebler. Stacy Keebler, right? Um, fucking together, right? They they're next to each other. Stacy Keebler looks so much younger than Charlotte Flair did in that picture, man. It is shocking. It what is so bad. With, what does this do with Lita? Nothing. But my point is that Lita looks all right, but Charlotte looks even worse. Anyway. Um, let's come back. Let's go to the main event though, because we see Brock Lesnar and Cody. I don't even know where to start on this shit, but uh, the bloodline basically make their entrance, and uh, then we come back from commercial as Brock Lesnar F5s Cody Rhodes at the end of the introductions for what was supposed to be our main event tag team match. Can I sigh at this point, guys? Please. Well, <sighs> anyway, he picks Cody up again and hits another F5. And then he puts boots to Rhodes and steps on his neck before throwing him with a German suplex to the floor, beating Cody down. He rings the bell for some reason. I don't know why. He then smashes him in the face with the steel steps. And then we get another F5 through the announce table for good measure as Adam Pearce tries to regain control of the situation. But Brock just shoes him off away, taking Rhodes and the steel steps into the ring. Brock hits another F5 onto the steel steps. And then Lesnar starts leaving. Referees and Adam Pearce check on Cody. Blah, blah, blah. Everyone just fucks off. And then you see Lesnar flipping the bird. And that was it. The bird ends the show. Yeah. Can we all flip the bird to end this show? I mean, that's about it, guys. 
So we'll all flip the bird, but before we do flip the bird, tell them where they can find you, Jeff. Well, I will say I actually like this segment. This was one of the parts. Oh, we're going to talk about it. I thought it made sense. I thought it was a fun swerve. I was not expecting it. It explains why Brock had to beat almost. And now Cody's going to have to earn it because just like in, you know, like in the Mandalorian, he had a mission and he did. And it's not like he, you know, in three episodes, he solved the mission. He keeps getting sidetracked and then he gets sidetracked off a of sidetrack and he keeps having and he keeps finding new things. That's how that's how stories go. Now, maybe in wrestling, you don't do a Mandalorian thing where there's six or seven sidetracks, but one or two ain't a big deal. And that's fine. And Brock Lesnar is a pretty good one. And by the way, if Roman's not wrestling in Puerto Rico, Cody versus Brock is a damn fine main event oh, for that, a damn fine main event for Saudi Arabia. So I'm all for this. But where they can find me at Icarus Fell MD on Twitter, <laughs> right here on the PWC. Occasionally on the shows we cross pollinate with on Hummy Media Group and Channel Live. Don't tell me to stop. This show is over. And Garvin of Doom. Chris is going to talk about it, damn you. Chris can talk about it too, and then he okay, can give us. Fine. We can all do right, things right. in different orders. We're not robots. Uh, well, Garvin, I am. Well, <laughs> you, well, yeah, AI. Well, learn. AI is supposed to learn uh, and adapt. Garden of Doom and Garden Views we did a great show with Chris on Atlantis. And today I dropped a midweek show on Osiris is Everywhere. So check that shit out. <laughs> Look at that. He's very fucking good. He's good, this guy. Uh, Chris, before we do go, what's your thoughts on this shit right here? Oh, I love this. I, I, of listen, course you did. I, listen, I, I, I can't fucking stand Cody, but... The proper way to tell a story is for Cody to have to struggle. Like, I wouldn't be right. shocked or dismayed if he lost to Brock Lesnar. He has I've to I've got lose. a feeling he will lose. He has to lose. He has to go away. He has to reinvent himself in some way and come back and go, okay, I tried it this way with the American flag and all this other shit <laughs> trying to be fucking Lex Luger 2.0. And he got I'm Lex Luger at WrestleMania. <laughs> I'm going to do something different now. And then he can come back stronger and better. And he can still be the one to beat Roman. I'm honestly okay with that if he's the guy who does it. But he has to build himself back up. That's the hero's journey. He can't just... he. Him winning at WrestleMania would have been the worst fucking booking decision in the world because three weeks later, he, no, three weeks later, somebody would have thrown him his fucking weight belt back. He would have been gotten booed like he was in AEW. I don't agree with that because is the absolute. What? You also think that almost as fuck is closer to Andre the Giant. No, I didn't. Uh, Actually, that's you what put you words fucking in my compared mouth. him to on <laughs> no. Twitter. Okay? I said and Andre. Is no, forever. let me finish. Twitter let me is finish. No, you no, 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 no. To Andre the right. Giant, and I think Just he's quite, more comparable no. to the great Kali. I said, that's even worse. First of all, I said, Andre the Giant was never known to be a good worker, right? But but saying that Omos is whatever, right, is, that makes Andre the Giant basically nothing. And we can all is agree, it, is he it 1980? sucked in the ring. It's right now no, 1980, Jimmy. It doesn't matter, though. Wrestling doesn't need, wrestling, you know what works with professional wrestling? When shit yes. doesn't change so drastically, man. That's proven by ratings. But keep it simple. That's all it needs to be. By doing this overcomplicated bullshit of booking that we're seeing right now has made wrestling just weird in many ways, right? At the end of the day, someone like an Omos, I mean, you said that he's not believable enough for you. He's seven nope. foot fucking three, bro. He's not believable. He not be believable. He's like not believable because his offense isn't believable. Because but no, name a big man three. other than because Undertaker because that had a good offense. Seven foot three shouldn't, like, he should. 
actually kill people in the ring. Like that's what should actually happen with a guy like that, unless uh, like unless they're really really protecting the other people. Like, and no, I honestly, Jimmy, right now I think if Andre the Giant was alive and in wrestling and being booked by the people who are currently booking wrestling, I do not think Andre the Giant would be a good professional wrestler. No, he no. wouldn't be. None, but no one is at that size. That's what I'm trying to say to you, right? So if if Omos just learned some but psychology. But they can't. And had a bit of charisma. The, you can't put the genie back in the bottle, Jimmy. You, like, what do you mean? <laughs> no, elaborate. I want to know. Okay. Everything <laughs> that worked in the 1980s isn't still working today. And everything that works today isn't going to work 40 years from now. Like, uh, well, there are yeah. things that will have to change in order to, in order to adapt, in order to develop, in order to get better and better and better. I'm not saying that almost doesn't have some you know qualities about him that are interesting but that's yeah uh, i said the same thing by the way media (laughs) but almost does not have anywhere near the level of psychology that's right i agree with you on that or or like just he's not believable i don't believe what's happening when you say a guy that's seven foot three not believable and Uh looks like a monster is just Mm -hmm. crazy to me because it's he's seven for three, bro, and looks yeah. pretty badass. You know what I'm saying? Like that, I can't agree with at all. Like you know what I mean? Only because of his size. But other than Undertaker, like I was saying yesterday, he who's the absolute exception. His right? work looks like shit. That's what I mean, Jimmy. It, it's. It, I'm not saying he doesn't look believable as a threat. Of course he does. He's 400 pounds. Exactly. He looks like exactly he could hurt point. you. But You're it right. doesn't look like he's hurting anybody in his matches. It looks like he's learning how to wrestle every week. That's not well, fucking cool. Well, that's not his fault. That's WWE's fault. I mean, at the end of the day. I don't care whose fault it is. What I'm telling you is that I don't see any kind of star potential in the in this what guy. What they used to do in the 1980s and in the 1990s that worked is when you had someone like that who did look like they could kill somebody, but they weren't. Right. Really, they were still a work in progress as a wrestler. They'd make him a bodyguard, and that's what they did, they did with Kevin Nash, and that's what they did with what you know as Ray Trailer or the Big Boss Man now with Big Bubba Rogers. That's what they did with Mr. Hughes. That's what they did with lots of lots of wrestlers, and they eventually either made it or they didn't. And if they if they didn't, then they gave them a fun gimmick. They gave them a manager, and like Big John Studd, you would have the $10,000 you can't slam me challenge that kind of thing and he would only wrestle with Andre the Giant so it would just be two big gigantic guys looking like they were hitting each other so I mean there are ways you you should be able to find ways to do something with someone seven he's not Satnam Singh he's not he's not that hopeless but he's definitely he's not as good as the big show he's not nearly as good as Kane he's not nearly as good as the Undertaker he's not as good as Sid or Kevin Nash but he's more interesting than Shanky or Commander Aziz was. Oh, Great uh, just, Khali, for fuck's sake. I mean, come on. Uh, I sort of like Great Khali. But, Ugh, uh, but maybe just because he didn't really quite look human. Like, he had that Von yeah, well, Wagner, some, you know, brow. Something wrong. And, and Sir James says about Nash, it's funny because they like... <laughs> people in the chat are saying, um, this is this was very good and interesting, I guess you mean. This made Cody interesting. Uh, oh, well, yeah, I guess. I it's the dusty shit all over again, by the way. Right. Um, but uh, but anyway, uh, Dusty held the title three times for like an aggregate of a, like a hundred days. Yeah, no, you're right. And the Sid was a good, face. and Sid was a good point out too. Because listen, was remember, I did pick Cody, but I also said that that 
the world's going to regret it within three to six weeks. So, because, you know, he's an IWC favorite champion. The IWC is always on to the next guy. So, I'm, I guess I'm perfectly fine with the end. And I was, and I'm thrilled with this end because I love when Brock's in shift. And then, and this is fun. I mean, this is fun. It's interesting. I didn't expect it. And, and it, and it, and this is the part that made sense when they were when they recalled that Brock's last loss meant that he could never challenge Roman Reigns again, and that was the stipulation that Heyman put in there. And then they sowed the discontent with the bloodline. Did you know that Brock was here? He's like, no, of course then not. Wouldn't it's you happened. want? Hold on, let me just because Heyman goes, this is Brock Lesnar. Usually at this time he's back in Saskatchewan hunting a moose or something. Which is yeah, which but is see, but you just made me realize something, Jeff, by you saying that. Mm-hmm. Then wouldn't that wouldn't Brock want Cody to beat fucking uh, Roman Reigns so he can get a fucking shot at the WWE Universal Championship? Well, this is the story that I think they're going to tell: is that Brock is going to be mad at that, but he's going to be mad that Cody didn't win because Brock ain't getting any younger, and his time is now, and he's hungry, and he doesn't want to wait for somebody. To be Roman Reigns and Cody was the guy that he thought was going to do it and Cody let him down and now he's going to take that on on Cody because he wants to be the undisputed champion again that that that's that's the promo he should cut and that right, makes should, the story make sense but whether the company thinks that way is a whole different question you know what I'm saying I don't know that's I, I the problem Twitter, I put it out here company it seemed you've stolen stuff stuff from us before <laughs> here you go wow well anyway and, and uh, I, I and, and i knew cody was gonna have to overcome more in order to get this win keep, keep in mind everybody's like oh he came back from a pectoral issue yeah okay calm down guys like this happens that wasn't in wrestling that, and that wasn't in storyline oh no, he wasn't. won the royal rumble after being number 30 right. like yeah that's true calm that's true down but i think that was done because of the Sami Zayn bullshit at the time why he was number 30 though Whatever so they can separate him, you know what I mean? I fucking care what it was. He I hasn't know. gone through the ringer enough to, to get to the mountaintop yet. And I'll, I'll, I'm willing to bet you, I'm willing to bet you, in 20 years, when Cody Rhodes is giving shoot interviews, he'll say, this was the best thing that could have happened for my career. That I if had he to wins go the championship. The story. He right. will eventually. He's he's a star. He really is a star. No, right, I know. You're right. And, and he's good you enough. Never know with his company, bro. He's good enough that they're going to give him the belt at some point, and he's probably going to be the one who beats Roman. And that's probably the right way to go. As much as I fucking hate Cody, I also want to say ten crossroads. By the way, maybe <laughs> next time. Yeah. I, I also want to say just quickly that um, the acting by Roman Reigns in this segment in the main event was fucking Chef's kiss. Okay, because when when Brock attacked him, he didn't just walk off. When when Brock came after Cody, Roman first of all went, "What the fuck," right? And then as Brock is beating the shit out of Cody, he just starts tapping Solo and going out, 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 which is exactly how you react if you're with someone who you you know love or care about, and something really dangerous happens just next to you. You just go 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 you you don't you don't have time to express yourself it's just get out of the ring get out of the ring get out of the right, fr- right. get out of the fucking ring yeah, that was yeah, awesome true. just like for for all the times that like we give people shit about little things that they're not doing i want to try to point out the little things people do that are just fucking chef's kiss and that was perfect by roman reigns 
I just hope we don't get a, a whole fucking bunch of fucking shit like we did with this show. But yeah, you're right. In, in saying that though, the end is intriguing. I won't lie. It, it definitely is intriguing. But I just feel like uh, they got to be careful with Cody before we go. Because you know how you say about him getting the heat if he won the championship, say, right? Yep. And Mania. I think he can also kind of get the heat if he doesn't win the championship soon. You know what I mean? He could, they could turn on him for being a Dolph Ziggler and being a choker, pretty much. So then turn I mean, someone when he gets a new attitude, big deal. And that's cool. Cody's fine as a heel. I like Cody as a heel, as a matter of fact, right? Compared to his baby face, because mm. him as a baby face is fake. Let's be honest, right? How fake is he as a fucking baby face I with mean, his dumbass smile? Yeah, what do you want to talk about? For a year right. and a half. And I agree with you. But him as a heel is is a natural thing for him, I think. And him coloring his hair back to brown. As a heel, he's cool too. You know what I mean? I like that sort of that he does that. Moles. Yeah. <laughs> Why did he? Ever since you bring up those damn moles, more, I can't. More, more, more. Oh no, don't! I can't stop not seeing the moles now. But you're right, Jeff. Maybe you should go brown, and uh, I think that would hide the moles. Yeah, it would do a better job. Hey, Chris, where Much can better. they find you? You yeah. can find me uh, on Twitter. I'm at ChrisAms1. Uh, you can uh, come there and you can hear my thoughts about uh, politics, professional wrestling, and just anything that happens to come to my mind. Uh, you can find me on the PWC Network. I am on a number of shows, including the Machismo for some fucking reason. Why did I do this again? Oh, yeah. because When was the last time you did a Machismo? It's been a long time, actually. Oh, it has been a very long time because I... think I, you and Jeff did one without me. Actually. I go out of my way not to watch Raw, so... Right. You know that I was in, that was intrigued because it was the post Mania Raw and they fucked it up. I will not be watching Raw for a number of weeks now. Yeah, you picked the wrong really week. I understand yeah. why you picked this week, but it didn't it's work. Sad, bro. I'm tired. <laughs> that no, was... it's sad. It shouldn't happen, man. Not to a show like the one right after WrestleMania yeah. that we all fucking happened. look forward to. You know what I mean? That's sad. How do you fuck that show? All right, let us know where they can find him, Jim. Sorry, you know Chris. Continue. Did you finish all that? No, you can also find me. Uh, you can also find me on uh, Hami Media Group, a uh, number of shows over there, uh, and on uh, channelattitude.com. Uh, you can pay $5 a month and you can hear me and Jimmy and Jeff and all the other great people involved in the professional wrestling punditry um, that you can only find over there. And uh, yeah, you can also find me in Kenora, Ontario, Canada. Although, right now, pack your fucking snowshoes. What's That's going it. on in Canada, bro? It's always it's still way more cold. I'm asking questions. We're leaving. Uh, you're not missing nothing. Trust me on dynamite. Anyway, you have to do skirmish, which means I got to watch the shit. So don't tell me I'm not missing anything because I Jeff have to wanna, watch it. And Jeff might want to make out with his with his wife again. Like, That's right. Whose wife? Whose wife? Yours. Tell them where they can uh, find I'm you, Jimmy. Ah, oh, for fuck's sake! Anyway, you can... ends. I could fly to Australia, banger, and be back home. <laughs> hey, shut up! All right, Jeff. Uh, anyway, uh, what a fucking prick, huh? Jesus Christ. Thank anyway, uh, well, I'm trying. Uh, as Chris Willen said, the PWC is far more entertaining than AEW. It sure is. <laughs> yep. It absolutely is. But anyway. I'm down it, the description. It's, it's far but, more entertaining than Raw was. That's for it, it, That's true. But if you want to find me on Twitter, you can at DJ Mass Effects. And you, if you want to follow us, you can at the PWC Network. Also, like and subscribe right here at the pwcnetwork.popping.com where, like Chris and Jeff both said, you can find us all our shows right here on the PWC Network. Also, channelattitude.com 
when, like, again, Chris explained, you can find all of us talking pretty much all things wrestling, including WWE and AEW, and everyone else that's part of the the Channel Attitude family, and how many group that is, where you can also find me on the Monday Locker Room with everybody this past week, which was a great show where we talk about the WWE sale. There's about five, six of us on the show. So, yeah, look out for that. And hamimedigroup.popping.com, uh, where you can find our affiliate shows, including Jeff's. In saying that, though, I think we're finally out of here. I'm Jimmy T. That's Evil Dose, Dr. Jeff Lippman, and that is the snowman, Chris Ams. And you've been listening. <laughs> you've been listening and watching, not the Conquistadors, but the PWC Monday Night Machismo right here on the PWC Network. And we're out. Peace. Stay picante evil, my friends. <laughs>
The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to.